Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Stay on, on Target. Hey, everybody, welcome to Stay on Target. We are your hosts. You can find us online at StayOnTargetPodcast.com. That's right. This week, we are talking about the greatest game of all time. <laughs> <laughs> what? Spoilers for the That's... end of the podcast? I don't know. Maybe a little ambitious. <laughs> that might be a little hyperbole. <laughs> <laughs> but we're talking about Destiny 2. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, with us this week, to my left, Aaron Wright. Howdy. <laughs> How's it going? And on our guest coach. Guest coach. Guest coach. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not sitting on a coach. <laughs> we we have a podcast coach. coach. <laughs> <laughs> podcast coach in the corner. He's like, dang it, Wright, get down and give me five. <laughs> oh, man, we have Josh Fulton. Hey, hi. I almost feel like if we did have a yeah. guest coach, or <laughs> that wouldn't have happened on this podcast. Oh, no, he would have. He would have blown, blown that whistle, whistle yeah. so fast. He would be like, you guys need a script, you know? <laughs> like, I'm pulling you from the, from the starting lineup. <laughs> All right. Pull me after, coach. So this week, we are talking about <laughs> Destiny 2. Mm-hmm. But first... What have like you guys this, been up to this week? <laughs> this podcast was like we were all like hidden but inside of like a closet and somebody just flung open the doors and we just like fell out. Yes, and we're just like, like oh. ah, here we are. Ah. What's really funny is like it took a really long time for me to hit the record button because we were getting the other microphones set up and all this stuff, but like I feel like it was too soon still. <laughs> I mean, I just had a lot of energy just wait, welling up inside me. I mean, we hit go and like you went off, man. <laughs> um, so we've all been playing Destiny. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. I haven't been doing anything else. No. Nope, Staying no, up no. far too late. Yep. Playing Every Destiny. single night for two weeks. Yep. Oh man, I'm so amazing. sleep deprived. Yeah, seriously, bro. Yep. I don't even know what my family looks like anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but yeah, the uh, the only thing I've been doing other than that is like the Mario Rabbids game. I was like, oh, I forgot about over that. the weekend. I played that a little bit, but like I just literally only maybe got through two maps or something like that. And I was like, ah, I'm gonna go play some Destiny. <laughs> You know, I mean, just why? It's yeah, like, why, why would you play anything else? I was like watching something, and I was like playing something at the same time. It was a, it was, it was a mistake, Chris. That's I think I, I played one game of PUBG, and then I was like. <laughs> I, I like died in a really stupid way after like shooting a guy four times in the head and then he just like body shot me and I died and I was like screw this game I'm gonna go kill aliens go back to Destiny I bought uh, I bought Unraveled as I do whenever things go on sale that's right but then so, I immediately was like why did I buy this I'm not gonna play it right now it is a really great game yeah I mean, I'll get to it in six to eight months I yeah. mean you probably got some, a sweet deal on it too right yeah it's five dollars you know? hey that's yeah. that's a sweet deal that's dude sweet deal you can't you can't go wrong with a sweet deal. Yeah. It's free on the EA thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. EA access. Yeah, that's a, that's what I have. Inside was on sale on Steam for like ten bucks. Dude, you should get it. And was I had like the, six bucks with a credit. Right? Was it the so. Inside slash Limbo uh, double pack? Because I know that exists. Mm, I think it was just Inside. Double. Okay, just Inside. Yeah. We need to plug. Uh, so I think we've talked about it on the podcast. We before. have in fact talked about it on the podcast yeah. before. Yeah, one of my favorite. What would you call it? A video essay? Sure. Did yeah. it actually come out? Because like, yeah. yeah, 
Dude, it's out. You needed to scream this from the hilltops because uh, I did. On yeah, it was Twitter all over social media, Instagram. I didn't see any of those friend. things for one reason. Well, or that sounds like your own dang fault. <laughs> I, uh, it, I'll, I'll go ahead and blame the curated feeds of all <laughs> yeah. of such uh, things. algorithms. Just, just give me a timeline. Well, algorithm folks. overlords. <laughs> I literally feel like another social media could come in if they were just like, oh no, we're actually going to show things to you when they happen. Yeah, and not throw like random things like, oh, John Wright liked this random tweet. Well, like, oh man. Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> and then like started. And then, then the like the weird ones on like Facebook as well as Instagram now. Like it'll be like four days ago, and it'll be like, oh, there is such and such is doing this. Yeah. And it's like, wait a second, that's four days ago. What? what? Well, it also it also took me a, a while to figure out that the live videos on Instagram aren't no aren't live anymore. Like so, if you click on something, it says it's one of those live videos. Oh yeah. You could possibly skip through it. Because it's not live. It just stays up there for 24 well, hours or however That's long. just part of the functionality. Yeah. Mm, yeah. But it but shows that di- oh, if somebody stories? is legit live, yeah. it, it shows different. differently. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it does. But oh, you can, just, yeah. once you've done, once you've done a live video, you can choose to send it to your story mm. yeah. for people to view later. But it doesn't well, just sit on your story. Because like if someone has a story and a live, it'll ask you like, you click on it and it'll ask you if you want to view their live or their, or their Insta story. Mm. Hmm. Yeah, it is two separate things. Well, I mean, I guess like the Insta stories like can only be a certain length and the live things can be up to an hour. Um, and so, yeah. Anyway. Hmm. we This is the, this the social media social media cast here. I do know like there was like somebody who had a birthday or whatever and it was like the day after and I was like, what? What? Why show me this the day after their birthday? <laughs> Remind me it's their birthday before. So you can feel bad about it. That's yeah. right. It's right. It's a, it's a uh, it's a conspiracy to make you feel feel like you just you know it's the whole FOMO thing, the fear of missing out. Just I missed out. So then it turns into Romo. <clears throat> that's what is or, that? Regret of missing out. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what that is. <laughs> you regret not Romo, missing out. No, you regret, you regret missing out. Oh, that's right. That's right. Okay, I yeah. see. That makes sense. Tony Romo. <laughs> <laughs> so anything other than destiny or do we want to just dive into i saw baby driver that's the only oh, other thing i've done what what did you think did you, have, you seen, wait, have you seen it no it's need, awesome go see it you need to see it like did the hype i feel i mean it was overhyped for me but i i did yeah. enjoy it yeah. okay good it wasn't overhyped to the point where i was like wow that was a bunch of crap <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah the name is but dumb you understand it once you watch it it makes a lot of sense once you're in there, I was like, I don't, I don't, this, is, this seems like a dumb name. Yeah. <laughs> it makes a lot of sense whenever you're in there. You saw it, right? I did see it. That movie, scary. It's uh, it like oh, uh, hmm, hmm, hmm. how do I put it? Like okay, so it has made a lot of money, right? So it's made the most money that a horror film has in the opening weekend ever, I think. But I wouldn't necessarily be like, oh, this is the best horror movie I've seen in a really long, like ever. Um, or whatever. Like it's it's a good solid horror movie, and it stands up to the original, like the the old series. Like as it was a TV. Yeah, uh, that's series, a pretty TV, low bar TV movie. Like it stands <laughs> yeah. up to to that for sure. But like, I don't know. I mean, like, I would rate it if I was gonna rate it. I would put it at a solid eight. Right. Um, there are some really scary moments. And then there are some other like ju- like they go for a lot of jump scares as well, someone which I was surprised. By. Someone compared it to Stranger Things. It has one of the actors from Stranger Things in it. Oh, <laughs> and he plays. He's being typecast at this point. He's only been in like two things that I've ever seen, but he's typecast. I mean, he's the same essential like kind of character. He's a little bit more comic relief in this. It's the main kid uh, from Stranger Things. Mm. 
Um, yeah. He's in Finn it. Wolfhard. Yeah, and he's kind of the comic relief in this one. <laughs> that's his, his name. name. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, I want that. I don't name. know if it's Wolfhard or Wolfhard. I don't yeah. know. Wolfhard, Wolfhard sounds Wolfhard? like a Wolfhard. Nordic I don't know. That, name. Sounds, that sounds about. That sounds a little. Speaking more of Stranger Things, it's only like six weeks, right? <gasps> oh my no. goodness! Oh man. So this is okay. I have a d- dilemma. You guys can weigh in. <laughs> I've been thinking about taking that day off <laughs> and watching the entire series because this is the thing. I think I'm going to go home that night. <laughs> and start it and not stop and not until sleep. five in the morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I definitely think that's gonna like. Okay, so I watched the first one over a series of like nights where I would watch like two every night or like one every night for like a week or you something. Have better self control than I do. I don't know if I will have that restraint on the second season here. Though. Yeah, I don't think we had that much self control. I think we watched like three well, a night. It like sucks you in. Yeah, and like we did. We watched. I think how many were in the first one? Ten. Eight. Mm, eight. Yeah. Okay, so then we had three left. So that means we watched what five. So we watched five the first night. We did not mean to. We went to bed at like three in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) It's always the best whenever you don't mean to, where it's like you look up and you're like, what time is it? (laughs) Well, we kept being like, can we watch... Good. You want to watch another? Okay. We'll you're watch feeling another good because yeah. you're always feeling good at the time. Yeah. Well, you're sitting on a couch. How do yeah. you know? Well, the next like, day, like, we're good. well, like the what question is. Yeah. Well, I mean, unless like you're missing plot points or whatever. But if like if you followed along and if you're edge of your seat kind of thing, it's like yeah. you don't know how tired you are. Yeah. We've had to rewatch like three episodes of The Defenders because we kept falling asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Which great, three episodes? That's, that's, great endorsement that's, for that yeah, series. Yeah, I was about to say yeah. it, it sounds about right. Honestly, <laughs> I watched like the first twenty minutes of the first episode and it was so visually discombobulated. I was like, I can't do this. It's but. so weird because like that series, like okay, so they they did all of the build up for like building to the Defenders, but then like they don't actually meet yeah. until the third episode. Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> And like the end of the second episode <laughs> is whenever they start meeting, and yeah. that's only like in pairs. And then in the third episode, all four of them finally meet near mm-hmm. the end. So it's like you're three, four hours in at this point, like depending on how long the episodes are. But you're like three hours into yeah. the this thing before the the defenders actually become the defenders. And I felt like that was a weird choice because like we've had multiple seasons of each person's television show setting up their story. Yeah, I don't know. It was a weird. Like I, I thought they did made some weird choices with the defenders. Yep. I enjoyed so, it still, but so Destiny. Well, first, oh yeah, the news. Okay, we have one item of news to talk about. Only one, and it is a gigantic, a gigantic, <laughs> a gigantic, <laughs> a gigantuous <laughs> piece of news. <laughs> uh, a gigantic piece of news. Hmm. So as we know, um, did we talk about Colin Trevorrow getting oh, booted? Yeah. Okay, yeah, we okay. talked about it last week on the podcast, amongst a hundred other things. Yeah, so <laughs> he has now been replaced by none other than J.J. Abrams, which is awesome because I mentioned that as a possibility last week on the on the podcast because mm. like those rumors had just then started like floating around. Where it's like, oh, not only is uh, Ryan Johnson in the running, but J.J. Abrams is also in the running. Yeah. And I was like, threw that out there. I'll podcast, tell you my I'll, I'll tell you my like my hope was that we'd get a Ryan Johnson written JJ Abrams directed hmm. like episode nine. Interesting. That would have been like kind of like bringing the dark, but also the light. The collab. <laughs> a little bit of the, the gray, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um well, how do you feel about this? I sure I'll go. Um <laughs> everybody just looked at we me. We all look at you. <laughs> We Josh all look to you to go first. Josh has opinions. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, the media and like like pretty much like blog sites and everybody like they love to just like 
pick apart every last detail about these Star Wars movies, right? And, you know, it's like Mark Hamill, who doesn't know how to keep his mouth shut because he's a grandpa who likes <laughs> to he gossip. Really well, he, he said something about how he, like, fundamentally disagreed with every choice Ryan Johnson oh, yeah, made yeah. about the story. And he, like, totally misled everybody about what he was saying. Yeah. And he didn't mean to. It's just, it's Mark Hamill. You right. know, he just talks. It's just, like, constantly words coming out of his mouth. And, uh, and so the media was just like, oh my gosh, episode eight's going to suck. And Ryan Johnson's <laughs> ruining everything. And I'm just like, whatever, man. It's really awesome. It's freaking Star Wars. It's going to kick butt. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, yeah. And like, I also think like last week on the podcast, <clears throat> I was kind of in the, in the camp, like whenever it was like, oh man, well he, you know, he, uh, what's his name? Trevorrow got fired mm-hmm. or left. And I was kind of like, man, are they like putting a chokehold? Is the studio putting a chokehold on the creativity of the Star Wars universe? And you were more in the line along the lines of like, all right, if you're going to do one of these Star Wars movies, you got to be a team player. You got to come and be, you know, mm-hmm. a, a collaborator, work mm-hmm. with these yeah. people. Rumor has it Colin Trevorrow, whatever his name is, Piccolo Flute, was not uh, a team player. Yeah. Sure. And that, so like that's in. So I, like after that conversation, I was like, yeah, you know what? That's really what you want. And that's what you need. That's what you always would have had. Because I think about even the Clone Wars <laughs> television show with uh, uh, what's his name? Filoni. Yeah. And how he would work with George Lucas to yeah. begin with. Like if we didn't have the executives uh, like, you know, at, at Lucasfilm, you would have. George Lucas himself. Yeah. And it's like, and he, there's no one that holds more of like a chokehold on his creations than yeah. that person. And mm-hmm. so like, I mean, this is the most open ended. The star Wars universe has been ever. And so, I mean, I, it's just kind of like it yeah. put things in perspective a little bit for me where I'm like, th- okay, it's not like yeah. they're choking out the creativity of this. thing. And I think I said last week, you know, like t- I bet you, I don't know if I did say this last week. I've had, I've had, I've had lots of, lots of thoughts since then. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's been a week. Hopefully, you've we had, had a, lots of thoughts. We had a, we had a Trevorrow script, and um, uh, then Carrie Fisher died, and that's whenever we started hearing about script problems with Nine. They brought in another writer, and they were talking about like, okay, how are we gonna like, you know, work with mm. the script to deal with that? And that's whenever I think I feel like Colin Trevorrow is just like unwillingness to change probably came in where it's yeah. like however he wanted to deal with Carrie Fisher <laughs> his unwillingness to, Carrie Fisher will be in this movie dude no she won't <laughs> she will be here there were lots of rumors that she was like heavily featured in uh yeah. in episode oh, yeah. nine and like it was kind of the her her story yeah. almost hmm. and I'm sure like you know as a you know you write you write the script you like pour your your creativity into it and then all of a sudden like well you have to make a drastic change to this what do you do yeah and if you're not 100 percent on board with like what direction they want to go in at that point it's like you know probably should step away you know um that's where i think like that's where we started hearing about script problems and i'm like probably that's where they didn't see eye to eye was how to deal with carrie fisher not being in nine and what uh, that means for the o- overall story yeah, yeah. Hmm. Um, interesting so jj abrams He's yeah. he's directing. Um, my my thing. Did you finish what you're saying? Well, I, I I didn't say what I thought about him directing, oh, yeah. but I I mean I love episode seven. I know yeah. a lot mm-hmm. of people have criticisms and they're legitimate. But when I watch that film, I just have a smile on my face. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. me too. That was like first movie maybe ever in my life where I just yeah. sat there with a goofy grin on my face. Yeah. the entire. Well, it's so much fun, time. dude. It's such a Even great. Hans, no, that's, that's that was the almost. Yeah, <laughs> it's such a great movie, and I think. You know, people were saying like, "Well, JJ doesn't know how to end a story because he wants there to be questions at the end of it." I'm like, 
You think Kathleen Kennedy's gonna let him do that? Yeah. Like she's fired three of her directors. You think she's gonna <laughs> be like? Yeah. Yeah. I think she can put her foot down. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I really do think like in in along those lines, like if there are like final questions that are still left hanging or whatever, there are still were in every other previous Star Wars property. Like there were lots of questions at the end of something except for the prequels. I mean, except for the prequels, which was literally let's just like nothing to the imagination. All of the questions. Midi-chlorians. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> the only movie that has done, that has done like answering all the questions worse was the matrix. Oh film, yeah. Like the final matrix film where you're like, literally let me sit down with the architect and have a discussion. Anyway, um, the, uh, I feel like, any questions that will be left hanging will be questions that like, Hey, they're fine to be left hanging. Like, yeah. and, and, uh, and like you said, like they're okay. Pulling the plug on somebody, you know, whenever you're really far along, look at like the Han Solo film, you know, it's yeah. like they, they were mm-hmm. through a lot of the shooting on yeah. that. So I mean, I'm, I'm more along the lines of like, I'm happy of it. I'm happy, happy with it. I cannot talk tonight. <laughs> I'm happy with it. Start the podcast over. <laughs> happy with it. Um, I would have liked to have seen a, a Ryan Johnson written J.J. Abrams. Because that's where I feel like, you know, some of the criticism of J.J. come into play is whenever he writes things. Yeah. Um, and so that's where I'm like, meh, I'd rather, like, it'd be cool if someone else did this. But he has this other guy um, co-writing it. The warning flags for this dude. Yeah, I was going to say, I have a lot of questions are, about that. Uh, Batman versus Superman and Justice League. Like, I mean. Which Batman versus Superman was just a disaster, mm. narratively. That was a mess. Like, you think, I think about the script of that. It's like, okay, there were a lot of cool things about that. The script was never one of <laughs> well, them. Well, apparently, whenever Joss Whedon showed up on the set of uh, Justice League, yeah, that's like, right. the, the movie was basically unwatchable is the borderline unwatchable oh, is the is the word that people were using well i think about like even batman versus superman like if you take out like if you take out some of the small like interstitial scenes in that thing like the where they're literally about like telling you explaining to you what's happening yeah it's the same way where it would be borderline unwatchable so you remove like five key scenes throughout that movie and you're like i have no idea <laughs> a bunch of people just fighting being angry yeah um so but this is the thing i feel like so he also wrote the screenplay for Argo. I feel like the reason he's associated with Justice League and um, Batman vs Superman mm. is because of Ben Affleck. Interesting. Which Argo is a great movie. Yes, mm-hmm. it is. So if he can inject that kind of creativity, go back to his Argo days, <laughs> inject that into um, this episode nine script with JJ. Yeah, I think it'd be good. Well, I mean, along the lines of like things being a collaboration, like you don't know which part of something was brought to the table by what what person yeah and so it's like the justice league issues and the uh the uh, batman versus superman issues could have been brought to the table by any number of other players well, i that, think i think the criticism of jj of like you know like introducing too many mystery boxes is warranted it's and it's not though that like he can't close something i don't think or finish something we just haven't seen him do it yet yeah super eight is really like i think yeah what is that? that's probably the most self-contained story he's done. Yeah, but even that had some questions. So I don't know. We've just never seen him do something where it's like this is the final movie. But at the in this trilogy, at the end of you know Super Eight, I don't think you ever had like I I didn't have lingering questions about like the story. Like I had lingering questions about oh where did this come from? Right. But like you have that question about ET as well. You know, I mean, it, there's a lot of questions that you have mm. after some movies in that genre that you're like okay. Those are legitimate, fine questions to just leave yeah, yeah. there. So, and that's the news. 
Yeah. It's time now to talk about Destiny 2. Yes! Mm-hmm. Yes! It's what I've been waiting for my entire life. <laughs> or at least the last like Best days. game of all time. <laughs> waiting for it your entire life. Chris, I think you like this game. <laughs> but we'll get to that. You also need some perspective on life. <laughs> like, you need to get out more. <laughs> Feel like you haven't played enough games, Chris. <laughs> I haven't um, left my house in eight days. <laughs> yeah, just lose complete perspective on everything. All right, so we've all played this. Yes. Probably, oh, yes. how many hours have you played? You Aaron, you've played more than any of us. You don't want, you don't want to know. Because like, you literally had the entire week well, off yeah, last so week. I, so in my defense. <laughs> you don't have to defend <laughs> anything, <laughs> man. You had the entire took, week off. I was jealous. Yeah, I took Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday off. I yeah. meant to take like Wednesday off, but like we just came back from vacation. I had too much to do. Couldn't, couldn't take it off. The kids were all in school. Jen left the house with our youngest to go like to play dates. And so it was just me. And Destiny. And Destiny. And your Destiny. And it was... Two. It was glorious. 33 hours for me. It's good. It's pretty good in about a week, man. <laughs> I wonder if I can look at yours. You can't... If you go to the leaderboard, it's like... 50. Uh, leaderboard. I'm going to say it's... Okay. it's 40, 49 hours. I'm say it's close to... 50 hours for me, yeah. It, mine's probably close <clears> to 60, <throat> if I had to guess. All right. Let's see here. Let's Which, find you. Doing the math, with that's friends. a lot. But 75 hours. Oh, okay. I was yes. off. Yes! <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. That's, that's good, lot. dude. That's good. Well, that just shows you how much you love the game oh, and, and know it's about the game as well. So good. So um, let's first we'll do some non-spoiler stuff, yeah, and we'll jump into some spoilers. Um, and there is stuff to spoil in this game. Yeah, Destiny a- One didn't have anything that you could possibly have spoiled. Really, <laughs> it was because uh, no one had any idea what was going on. Yeah, but Destiny Two for sure has some spoiler. We could have spoiled stuff, it if we'd uh, so. done a dramatic reading of the grimoire cards. That's yeah. right. That's right. <laughs> The books of sorrow, which is really funny because, like, like we yeah. we still like while we were playing uh, the other night, yeah, like you were talking, you were asking me about something, and I was asking you about stuff, and like we couldn't, like we couldn't remember in the lore like one little thing, and I was like, yeah, because it was on a grimoire card somewhere, and who knows? Yeah. So mm-hmm. I mean, even still, the the poor like storytelling within Destiny One still affects things going on in Destiny Two, but they do a much better job of like loading you up with like this is what you need to know, this is your motivations. And I was like, I am, I'm in the middle of a second playthrough of the campaign on a second character. And I'm legitimately like wanting to go back into these things. Cause mm-hmm. like you kind of plan it, jump around mm-hmm. yeah. and, uh, and I like on the second time, I'm really able to like kind of absorb what's actually kind of going on with these planets. Yeah. Um, first time around, I was just amazed that, that these planets were as gorgeous as they are and yeah. like, that sort of thing. I'm really kind of finding scannables and lots of the, the small details this time around, which is mm-hmm. nice. So yeah. something about the scannables, I wish that it would log it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So and that it would it go again. away once it's done and then I can yeah. reference it somewhere else. Yeah. Yep. Because I don't like there's so many times where I like I'm like, oh something's scanned. I'm like, wait, I've already done this one like three yeah. times. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I wish it was like a collectible on the map. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. you could like just like trigger even if I had to find the map somehow, whatever. Like and that wouldn't uh, be a hard thing to update, like like I mean, the, the division has something like that. Like yes. their audio yes. stuff. Audio the logs. diaries. And yeah. they didn't and they added that later too, didn't they? That map of them uh, for what game for that the, uh, the division oh yeah, yeah like the cell phones yep. and mm-hmm. yeah um, that kind of stuff so broad strokes story I love the story um, like I, it still still felt like destiny like even though like you know there were cutscenes all these cutscenes mm-hmm. I love that the way that they that they did that um, I like the the music the voice acting mm-hmm. like the writing. Um, we like the like sound design in the game oh, is amazing. Yes, yep. uh, twists and turns. 
Yeah, and along the lines of the scannables too, like there are there are mo- if you really want to go looking for them, like in missions, like they'll foreshadow things that are going to happen later on, yep. um, which we can talk about whenever we get to the spoiler thing. Yeah, um, the quests but, are cool. Yeah. Yep. And a lot of things open up like after you complete the game that that uh, like a lot of the the exotic quest lines and things like that that you, if you kind yep. of can follow this planet's storyline because in the in the campaign one of my one of the things that I, I kept thinking around the first time was like, man, I'm, I feel like I'm not spending enough time right, on get, yep. each of these kind of planets. But the quest lines really get you there because like the the you have a, a kind of a touch point kind of a a coach or like a person sending you out on missions on each planet. Mm-hmm. And you kind of dive into like whatever they care about. Yeah. Those quest lines dive deeper into what they care about. So if it's on if it's on a planet and you're you know doing research for this person, like you go out on a research mission, and you have like these these things that they want you to go do. And and uh, some of the coolest stuff that I've experienced in the game has been within the context of some of those quest lines, some of the minutia of these uh, these characters on these planets. I really like, and they introduce some some different stuff in there. Like yeah. Um, you know, the quest line on Nessus specifically, like there's some crazy stuff in there that like we haven't seen. Yeah. Before. Yeah. It's like from a story perspective type mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah. 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 The adventures do a great job of telling stories too. Like the little like small side quests. Yeah. You know? yes. Yeah. There's a there's an adventure on Nessus that uh is it an adventure or a quest line? I I think it's an adventure. Um and it directly leads into the raid. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. An adventure does. Yeah, it yeah. absolutely one hundred percent sets up sets up the raid. what's happening with yeah. that's awesome uh, with the raid and, and everything. Interesting. Also that's another... why I was I was very lost whenever we went into the raid and uh, and <laughs> what was going on there. The mysterious <laughs> voice talking. I was I was very confused, but I'll have to do that mission and see if uh, see if it makes more sense. It's the one to the right of where you start the strike. Okay, there's like a little bridge that goes over the the vex milk. There's not a, like a bridge. It's like a like a little like jettison little piece of rock and there's yep. a there's a um mission to do right there awesome i love it there's an adventure somewhere that spoils the ending of the main story <laughs> somebody was saying yeah, <laughs> it's funny like, oh, whoops that's funny because like they those, open up uh, kind of like after kind of do that step in the main quest line they kind of just open them up yeah to everything mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and so you can go through and do them before you like advance on to the next that's part it's fun and there's some bit of voice acting in there that spoils <laughs> some interesting thoughts that I have about like um, the the way that Destiny's presented the first game. It really the, because the story was so light and mm. was so like <clears throat> non-existent. It wasn't super fun to play by yourself. Uh, Vanilla Destiny wasn't. Some yeah. of the expansions like they they were super fun to play by myself. Um, but this game, I feel like you could totally go through this game like mainline quest this thing by yourself like without a fire team. You yeah. can like I did a, a, a lot of the first half I think of the campaign by myself. That's right. But like, but then we kind of synced up. You and we I synced did. up because. Honestly, like I would get to like the the final boss, and you really need some help with those things sometimes. Like um, I'm trying to think of which one's oh the there's well the spoilers never mind unless there's you want to yeah unless you want to grind for like power level yeah, or something like that be level, really yeah. overpowered yeah then yeah you're right that you totally it, some of the, it very much helps otherwise right. you're just kind of banging your head up against a wall and over and over until you just kind of luck out and yeah. and along the like adding story kind of thing like I kept comparing this to when I was playing it uh, Titanfall two. Whereas, like, you take something that really had no kind of campaign, like, yep. no story, um, and add in this whole thing. And compared to Titanfall 2, Titanfall 2 ended up feeling really tunneled. You know, it was, like, pretty traditional single player. Yeah. yeah. This still felt like the open world of Destiny. <clears throat> like, I didn't feel like they had closed things off too much. Yeah. 
Yeah. I do think like a lot of that plays into that they very much incentivize you the public areas in this, yeah. where the public areas in Destiny One were kind of like a side thought, where it's like, oh, yeah. go run five patrols, and then you come back and you never want to run yeah. a patrol ever again. Oh, go back to running strikes. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then like this one, it's like you j- they just kind of like in order to go in the quests, in order to start a mission, in order to do il- almost anything within the world, uh, save for the strikes, they literally just force you into this open world and it's alive and it's breathing and I want to go do things and as on my way to a mission that I'm like oh I really want to go over to this mission and you start running across the world and you're like oh wait there's a public event over there I want to go do that oh man let's look at this uh this lost sector I got to go do that and then oh there's a chest over there so like they really force you into this into this public world that I get lost in very easily. Whereas, you know, other games haven't lost me as much in the open world aspect of it. I think about like even the division, like I never really like whenever I wanted to get somewhere in the division, I just went there. Yeah. Fast travel. Yeah. Fast travel or like, you know, you just kind of mainline it, beeline straight for what you're doing. I never really went, Oh, what's over that there through that street and and get lost in that. Like this has that element of, uh, of kind of emergent things that happen. Um, where it's like, oh man, I haven't done that public event. Even if it's the same public event, I haven't done that one by myself before. Can I do or it? Or even so, like the public events are really fun. Yeah, like they are. and they give the two tiers. There's a heroic version. Yep. Yeah. Um, and I think that gives it an extra like, you get an extra blue drop. Mm-hmm. And then I think some extra XP and a higher chance for some exotic. Don't you get a little bit more glimmer too? Yeah, probably. Which doesn't matter much, but yeah, starts to matter once you get to 280 and you can start buying legendary. Mods because mm. those puppies. Oh, hit. is that the yeah. you, once you hit 280, you can buy them? Yeah, and it's really weird because like nothing else is based on like your equipped power level mm-hmm. except for that. Like you have yeah. to have 280 equipped, even if yeah. you're actually like can get up to 282, but you just don't have your right stuff on. You know, I wonder why it's that's weird. But those those things are like 5,000 glimmer a pop Whoa. To, to install. So interesting <laughs> to install, not just to buy. Yeah, wow, yeah, choose wisely. Yeah, seriously, but they I mean, also add five. To your power level, yeah, or, yeah, to that five power to yeah. that to that item. So if it's like defense, it'll add five defense. <clears throat> yep. If it's yep. attack, it adds five attack. Interesting, yep. interesting. Yeah, it's nice. Um, because of the raid, I, that was whenever I finally like I'm now up to like uh, I think 282 at this point. Um, maybe just 281, and almost to 282. But yeah, and so I'm only just now diving into those mods and everything. Yep. So, yeah, one thing I wish they did have with power level is to be able to see what your kind of like calculated power level is so like you can see what your equipped is that's right but everything all your ingrams decrypt at you know what they like it's little smart algorithm they mm-hmm. can use to find like oh you've got this gun in your vault that's actually a higher level than what you have equipped and yeah. so your ingrams are going to decrypt at a higher level yeah or if i could see what that number was yeah yeah because like I, I was running some things the other night where i was like i want to know what that number is so i like i started equipping things but it wasn't that simple because i had to unequip yep. like i did determine is it better to have this exotic boots uh-huh Rather than the you know exotic chest, or do if I swap that for legendary boots and then have a uh, exotic chest, like does that do it? And so like you have to kind of like do all these combinations in order to find out what that average light level is, and it's not really like readily apparent necessarily. It's not just a, a matter of maths, mm-hmm. or maybe it is, and I'm just not good at math, as <laughs> yeah. everyone knows. So but the guns feel really good. Oh like, man, a, yeah. like there's a lot of guns so I really good. like. Yeah, like, and it, I think more, and they feel more distinctive than the guns in Destiny One to me. Which I was kind of worried, like, since they all have the same roles, like, uh-huh. am I going to get like bored? Like, I think that's made it better. Gun? Yeah, it's 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 been pretty awesome. Yeah, I mean the uh, the just the satisfying gunplay of like even 
just taking out even low level enemies is is satisfying in in this game and like that's something that can't be understated because some games that i play uh, shooters or whatever i love shooters but like some shooters that you play just it doesn't feel good to do the main action like it's like oh it feels good to shoot the gun maybe but it doesn't feel good to actually like take somebody down or whatever but in this game it totally feels feels good to 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 defeat an enemy you know and destiny one always had that too i think like the gunplay always felt super good yeah the only thing uh, that was different for me between like the satisfying nature of it between destiny one and destiny two is destiny one for me just for me and i know there's a lot of people who are the exact opposite destiny one's crucible like the uh the pvp mm. so that didn't feel as good to people uh yeah. and so, but this one totally feels oh, right yeah. to me yeah. i love um, i love this this crucible whenever yep. you take out you know an enemy uh, another another guardian on the other side or whatever like it just feels good to like to do that and you feel like it was your skill level that did it whereas in destiny one i never felt like it was a direct result of like me them being better than me whenever they took me out or me being better than them whenever i took them out i just feel like oh i got lucky this time who's whereas this one quicker, feels yeah. good yeah yeah in this, One, I actually, I'm not good at PvP. I'm really bad at it. And uh, and so when I heard that they were going to do casual and competitive, mm-hmm. and that was it, mm-hmm. I was like, well, I guess I'm only doing 50% <laughs> of Crucible from now on because yeah, I'm yeah. never going to touch that competitive fact, stuff. Pretty competitive. <laughs> but we played the competitive stuff, and like we slayed. Yeah. Like, yeah. We yeah. freaking owned it. Like If you can talk to your teammates, you can, you can do some stuff, man. Yeah. And it's it really favors communication mm-hmm. and teamwork yep. which mm-hmm. is awesome in both modes like what's interesting about it is like i've had just as stressful like matches of uh the casual modes as i have in the competitive modes like it's literally just oh, oh yeah. Yeah. you know they cycle out two different modes in at each. least in, in like objective based yeah. uh casual modes yeah for sure like clash is just like you know <laughs> yeah. a slower version of call of duty but exactly yeah. <laughs> And uh, and then at some point everybody just goes gets supers and tries to go for each other. You know that's yeah that that's I feel like the abilities in this game have really changed um, the the power structure essentially from Destiny One where like Destiny One it felt like you would get a couple of supers per match and then you know but it was like the timing was was different. Whereas now it feels like everybody kind of gets their supers around the same time. So does ever like do you pop yours at the same time as an enemy pops theirs or do you wait and then do it near the end of the match or like there's, there's and a that gets bit even more, more intense in competitive mode. For sure. Like there's you a really got to think about when you're going to use that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fun so fact. Weird. Energy weapons do more damage to people who are in their supers than kinetic weapons. I did not know oh, that. Yeah, oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Does it, does it, have does to it match correlate up? to their, yeah, to their, uh, maybe. Damage type. Know. So, like, arc weapon well, that's like, takes out an arc super? Yeah. Even even uh, in PvE, energy weapons against shields, it doesn't have to match. They still drain it just as really? well. Really? Interesting. If they match, that's when it blows up when you, when you destroy it. That's awesome. Yeah. Dude, that's I've amazing. got a pretty cool legendary hand cannon I've been using in my energy spot, and I hate hand cannons. This thing <laughs> tears up. Which uh, which what, one is it? I, it is? I can look at it. So there's an exotic. Oh, uh, the, yeah. uh, the the what is it? The sunspot is that what's sun, called? Sunshot. 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 There it is. But like that thing <clears> in <throat> PvP is amazing. I like it in, in PVE as well. The drang. I'm, oh yeah, it's that's, a sidearm actually. There's a. It's actually part it's of a, a sidearm. Yeah. It's only a one. But one it shot shoots like arm. a hand cannon. Yeah. yeah. There's actually an exotic hand cannon that pairs with it. Yeah. Really? Yeah. They play off each yeah. other. They a, reload each other. You have a quest. What? You, you, have a, you have a quest. You have a quest in your exotic or in your uh, in your kinetic slot for okay. that. I'm sure. That's awesome. 
We should do that. I think yes. that's that's one of the f- more fun things about like this game as well, like the uh, the exotic quest lines. I feel like that is has been uh, has been very satisfying for me to go through and get these exotic quest lines and kind of try to chip away at them. I, mean, I just remember this part in Destiny One where it was just like, how do I get an exotic? I don't know. I just yeah. play for a hundred hours and maybe wait, one wait drops. for Zer. <laughs> yeah. yeah, wait for Zer. Random number generator, Chris. That's how yeah. you get it. Yeah, I like that. There's a. And they started doing that a little bit in the expansions. Yeah. In Destiny With their quest lines. Yeah. yeah, where like you do something specific and it triggers this specific exotic quest line, mm-hmm. which they've done some of that in, in Destiny 2 mm-hmm. with like Mida and... Um, the Rat King. Rat King. Yep. Drang. So awesome. Yeah. Um, so do we want to go into some spoilers? Is it is it that time? Do, I mean... Yeah. We I usually sh- do with movies, we do like see it, don't see it. You, do should, definitely, you should definitely play this game. Yeah. Yes. Yep. If you're into first-person shooters, if you're into sci-fi, if you're into fantasy, play this game. And if you sure. played Destiny 1 and you got tired of the grind, Destiny 2 is your game. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I, it was the thing that it's I thought was city. interesting, um, we did the raid the other night, um, and the raid being, you know, 260. What level were you, Chris? When are we winning? When are we winning? Like 263 or something Yeah, like that. so, like, you were barely at that, like, raidable level, and yeah. you still held your own. Like, we yeah. still, like, unlocked a chest, and we would have we done the first yeah. uh, kind of thing. Um, so I think like I think it has it, I a think lower barrier squishy until that first like like that that we got a hold room. plate yeah. Yeah. yeah whenever but like even at that like you you were still able to like maneuver around and like yeah. again we'll talk about the raid experience that we had a little bit in the spoilers but like I mean we we would have been fine um, but I did want to say ask you how much grinding did you do after kind of the campaign before you were up to raidable level like what was that how many kind hours of, yeah kind of like time exchange there um well when did we finish the the uh the campaign was that last uh was that before the podcast last week or mm, after i think it was after okay so i mean i maybe played an it was extra weekend i've played maybe an extra like 10 hours since then or something like that okay well how long did i say i'd played oh for? before we had played uh 15 hours but we hadn't finished the campaign at that point yeah. so i mean you know so yeah um I'll look. <laughs> yeah i did I mean i did a f- Fair amount of grinding, yeah, but like it didn't feel, yeah, like right, like when you're running around the public areas and doing public events, and right? Like, yeah. like the shooting feels so good, and there's chests everywhere, yeah, there's public events so that you can see on your map, and you're like, Oh, there's one starting over here, I'm gonna fast travel to this area and do that one. I so, guess really, so I played about another 15 hours, it looks like, to okay. get to that point, okay. I mean, and that's the thing, like, I was curious, like, because that sound like it is at the end of Destiny. One, like whenever you finish the campaign, there was a huge jump to get before you could even right. enter and, the room. And really nothing new to do. Right. Now, like, you know, because I'm going through and doing the quests yeah. and doing the adventures and lost sectors and all that. Like, then they, yeah. I, I love the, I love the order in which they've added things where it's like, okay, um, the, the, the nightfall opens up at a certain point. And the crucible opens up at another point. Yeah. And then they give oh, you these yeah. milestones. Like, it's just like, it feels like I haven't run out of things to do yet. Right. Well, I mean, and even at that, like, I, one of my biggest criticisms of this game so far is that they don't incentivize me to go do the strikes uh, nearly as much. Yes. Yeah, um, strikes yeah. are kind of undervalued, I think, at this point. And it's like, I don't understand why they spend, I mean, they obviously spend a lot of time and even more time on Destiny 2 because, like, there's lots more mechanics in there, more kind of raid esque style mechanics in each strike. But, like, like with the image modifiers are changing and things like that, but I'm not incentivized enough to go run them just as a playlist. Yeah. Um, cause, because they're forcing me into the, into the world. Like I said, then that part of it, they've nailed, yeah. but like, 
I have run maybe five strikes grand total of of the however many there are. I've, I mean, talking five individual ones. I've run you know multiples of those, um, but like I don't know how many exactly there are in the playlist. I think but it's six total, Hank. So I'm only missing one, I guess. There's but, one on the EDZ I still have never seen. Interesting, like Pools of Shadow or something like that. But mm-hmm. yeah, I've only played three different ones. Yeah, there's like six. I've literally played two. <laughs> I mean, it's it's just just interesting to me that we're you're you know not forced into that or incentivized to go there in some way where it's like, hey, here's a reward for what completing they you? all of the strikes or something. I mean, you get a chest at the end of it. It's got uh, Vanguard tokens. You can go turn into to how many? Does it have one or three? It's like or, five. I mean, that that to me is worth it. So like, if you if you, well, you need two like strikes, tw- you're probably gonna get a legendary, right? Well, you need I think you need twenty probably to get a uh, rank. Yeah, if it's anything like the other tokens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I think like you get a couple blues out of the chest at the end. Mm-hmm. Like, there's probably a potential for legendary Ingrams out of that too. But yeah. uh, so I guess that would be like, like it, is, it does not feel as rewarding as running around doing public events for sure. Like I mean, just invest like time investment for like what you get out of it. Yeah. It's not quite as not quite as high, but. I don't know. I mean, I'm still going to dive in and do them because I want to experience all of the story and all of the things in this game. But it's just kind of a matter of I wish I was incentivized more along those lines. All right. So we're going to spoil the heck out of this thing. Kaboom! And so turn this off if you don't want to know anything else about Destiny. I mean, we're going to go right to the big one. Yep. Josh Fulton's going to give us uh, the biggest spoiler of the entire game (laughs) in five, four, three, two, one. Throw out a spoiler. The Traveler has come back to life. That's a pretty big one. I was literally, as you were talking, I was like, what's the big one? I just said that we're going to give the big one. I was was thinking about that, or I was thinking uh, um, the the tower's back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. That's right. I was going to go, Cade Cade loses an arm. (laughs) Does he still not have an arm? No, he he got it back. Oh, okay. He's like a, he's a cyborg AI robot dude. I don't know. Maybe he's like C-3PO and the red arm. I was kind of disappointed at how little they used the farm. Yeah, I was like, there. I, <laughs> like, okay, I, I wasn't. I, I thought the farm was stupid, I, so I, I was there, totally like, three fine. Times, I thought it was dumb, too, but I also feel bad for the designer who designed yeah. that entire space. Well, no, no, I don't, because they, like, before this thing came out, they were like, the farm. Right. And they had, like, multiple walkthrough videos of, like, yeah. the farm. And they were like, see the farm during the beta. Oh, but we're not we're not going to let you see any of the vendors here, because that's a big secret. <laughs> because there are none. Yeah, you know, and so, like, I, I don't know. I just, uh, The farm definitely got... Like way overhyped for me yeah. Yeah, beforehand because I was like, "Oh man, there's I'm, soccer! I'm finally at the farm." <laughs> I did find the awesome Easter egg that's there, where you do the the century level four, and then you mm-hmm. do the do the jumping kind of thing, and you can jump. Which honestly super high. is more fun than the than the uh, floors lava puzzle yeah. in the yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was kind of disappointing. Like, I'm like, is this all there is to this? I made it first time. How do you get the giant? You made it first time. How do you get the giant traveler? Yeah, ball? like you don't die when you hit the floor. Yeah, I saw that? that the giant traveler ball. It's yeah. something to, like so. Did I, were you on when I was telling you about that the other night? Uh, so some I was guy, somebody, some guy had unlocked that and had it sitting up, kind of by where the, you start the lava, like the floor is lava <laughs> challenge thing. And I was like, oh, what's this? And I jumped off on top of it and just sent it rocketing into space. <laughs> <laughs> and there's just like this one guy standing there, like I can just imagine. <laughs> I feel bad for that guy. <laughs> he's he's like, he's I spent half an hour acquiring this traveler ball. Like, you just see him pull out his ghost and just go away. <laughs> 
Oh, uninstalls the game. He's like, he's like, I wish there was an emote for this. <laughs> oh. oh my god! Apparently, there's an emote mm. of uh, like Travolta's confused look from <laughs> from Pulp Fiction. Yes, <laughs> yeah, that's amazing, dude. Oh I love goodness. the uh, the new like neon light ones. Oh yeah, there's like a table flip. There's a ramen. The ramen shop. Okay, I, have, I, saw somebody, yeah, I like, draw. Last night in the raid, one of them had like a thing that was like around them or something. Is that that's what you're me. talking about? Yeah, yeah you, like, there's, like, there's like okay. one where yeah. they like shoot bottles that's or yeah, something. That's what John's got. That's yeah. Yeah. How do you get that? It's it, I got it out of a bright engram. Like yeah. it just oh, okay. happened to randomly drop. So I have the exotic salty one where he like sprinkles the salt. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it was really funny. Like I, whenever I was uh, I was doing the jumping thing in the farm, right? So I'm like I'm I'm glowing blue now, and I can jump way higher than anyone there. There was a random person um, who was there, and he was like. Well, like following me around, I realized he was following me around, and I like kind of looked at him, and I did the, I, I pulled out the the emote that's like you put your arms out, and you're like what, what, and like and then he did the salty thing right on top of me. <laughs> um, I saw somebody who like before I even knew what that was before he showed it to me, somebody who was just standing on one of those pillars. <laughs> and he was just standing there, and I thought that he was like a statue. And then, like, people would go up to him, like, and I did. I went up, like, right up to him, and he would, like, move real fast. I'm like, oh my gosh, oh! what's going on? He's like one of those street performers. Yeah, he's like a, he's like a theme park performer. Destiny Street. Dude, what if the guy's actually a, like a theme park performer? And he's just like, finally, a game that gets me. He's like, he's like, and now my life. Is all the same. <laughs> it's, it's like uh, my leisure has merged <laughs> with my job. Oh man! Oh man! You have to haggle uh, New York City tourists <laughs> <laughs> in Times Square. <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh man! Okay. Photo so, bomb people's selfies. So the, uh, the 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 story, the campaign. I loved this thing. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I think um, Gaul was a great villain. <laughs> yep. He's awesome um, for sure. I uh, I really liked the reveal. Like I don't know why I liked this so much, but the reveal at the end that the speaker had never actually heard from the traveler. Oh man, he just speaks for him. That yep. hit me, guys. Yep. I was like, oh, heavy. Well, like, and and it along those lines, I was like, I knew I never trusted you because, like, literally from <laughs> Destiny One, you have been pretty shady. On I him. just have not trusted the traveler. I like he's but, just okay. He talks you know, speaker, like this. Speaker. Yeah, the speaker. Yeah. Sorry. So here's I, here's what I don't understand. Did he? Is he like a pat like a, a package deal with the traveler or like is he just some cumin that dressed up like <laughs> with this mask on? So, yeah. No, because they talk about that like, there have been other speakers. Yeah, and there will be another one so, at some point. I wanted to see his like, face at the, at the end. Like I was in the there was some kind of voiceover. I was in the tower whenever I finally got there. <coughs> maybe it was one of the maybe it was one of the like things that you inspect. Hmm. But it said something about like. It was. It was over there where the where the speaker would be if this was the Destiny One Tower, right? Um, and like he, the the ghost is talking and says something like, "There was a there was a traveler before." Or I wonder if the traveler's Speak- the speaker's alive. Maybe will we get another speaker? It's the speaker's quarters. Sorry, I'm just like remembering a bunch of things right now. <laughs> Chris uh, is you, going back in his mind and reliving. This. Yeah, the speaker's quarters are over there, and the, you expect that, and then the the ghost says. Um, something about the speaker being dead. I wonder if there will be one again. There was before. We hmm. need a speaker, right? Like, and that's where yeah. he kind of where he kind of ends it. Hmm. So it must be some kind of like, I don't know if self-proclaimed is the right word, but like mm-hmm. some kind of appointed person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like kind of like a like a prophet or something like that. But it's like it's all kind of like a farce just to give people hope about it or something. I don't yeah. know. Maybe. I well, mean, maybe they don't need it anymore if the traveler's alive. 
I mean, and, and at the same time, you also have like the idea that like, okay, so like you were saying, maybe it's a farce, like, but was like, if there has been a previous one, was that one a farce? And then, or was it mm. like just this, this one, like mm. he just wasn't like the further they scared. went along, like they stopped hearing from the traveler right. and so they just kind of kept Ooh. it going as a, that's intriguing ceremonial position and what's interesting about it is that that him being the speaker for of the trap like for the traveler like it made him a target and then all throughout this entire campaign i just liked the idea that he's he's talking to gall and he's he's uh, essentially just delaying him i guess delaying him drilling into the traveler and taking the light because he just i want to delay this as long as i possibly can and then in the end, like he finally just reveals it, where he's like, "Okay, it's it's do you know? I, I either reveal this now and get killed, or I don't reveal it now and I get killed. Why not just like spit in this guy's face?" And it's the one last last you know knife twist that I give him. Dude, the speaker was dropping all kinds of sick burns. Like he, <laughs> dude, yep. he was like he said one thing something about like uh like he, uh you need you need to have her- heroics or her- her- heroism. That's the word. Yeah, there it is. You, you need heroism. Heroism leads to sacrifice, and sacrifice leads to death. Yeah, and then he says, "If that's what you want, then why don't you just go kill yourself?" Like, yep. <laughs> just yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, and that, so I've this game. I liked the speaker a little bit more, but I still like. I, I've I've been down on the speaker. I loved, a lot. Uh, and I I love the uh, the the fire team at the end. Yeah, when you're fighting right. with Cade and all yeah. the rest of them, that's yeah. pretty cool. I liked the reveal as well. Like whenever, whenever Zavala, like Zavala has always like been you know super together, but whenever you would encounter him uh, on, uh, I guess it is Titan, mm-hmm. like he is coming undone, like yep. at the seams. And then whenever he slams his fist in the table and goes, "I need my fire team," and then you realize, <laughs> like, because I didn't really realize in my brain that him and yeah, Cade and Ikora were a fire team, and like that was their their jam. Like that, like they were. They were a unit, and without mm-hmm. them, he's just losing it. Yeah. Um. And so I, I liked I liked that humanism, that human moment there. Uh. And then whenever you finally go and talk to like Cade, and Cade's like, <laughs> he said he needed me. <laughs> Was he crying? Did you record it? <laughs> so what's the uh? Is it the Lost Forest? The Dark Forest? Dark Forest? Dark. What is the Dark Forest? Where the shard of the Travelers? Yeah. Well, the Dark Forest is. Why is it like, so magical? It's a corrupted piece of the Traveler. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so they talk about it a little bit uh, when you're when you're in there, but like basically the the traveler because it's corrupted, it's kind of like killing the oh the land. It's messing up the land around mm-hmm. it, right? Is that yeah, what you got out of it? So. Well, if it's yeah. corrupted like light or corrupted power, it's it can potentially be like corrupting everything around it. Why and so, did like, it not the, corrupt the, us whenever we got our light from it? That is remains to be seen, I would imagine. Um, yeah. And I'm not sure how much it's necessarily, well, I, quote, unquote, corrupting, because if it doesn't have, like, if it's just a bunch of power sitting there, um, it could potentially just be using whatever, like, because the traveler would have to control whatever power he has access to. And this if, if this is just power sitting there in the middle of the forest, potentially it's being, you know, corrupted. Unconstrained. Yeah, it's yeah. just like it's it's taking whatever is there already and then feedbacking, like, making it more strong strong as as it goes so like if there's a bunch of fallen that are living there it's obviously gonna make them and their motives a little bit more i want to know why there was a a uh, cabal like those light sculpture things like yeah the remnants like there's a there's a cabal like there's several times yeah several times so i want to know why that was yeah Um, well i didn't whose voice was that it was like a woman's voice every single time with that yeah there's a few voices in there i didn't recognize (laughs) 
I think so. I think it's different depending on like what class you are. Yeah, the as class well. and the subclass. It oh, because varied. I think for mine on the Titan, uh, whenever it was, I think whenever it was the uh, the Striker Titan, it was somebody that we've heard about in the lore in the mm-hmm. Grimoire cards from uh, Destiny One, uh, and so it was yeah. them talking. So, oh, the thing I was going to say, well, I go with uh, that um, quest line. I lo- like it was that the one where you're searching for the crew of that of the Exodus. Yeah, yeah, and you're following that harpy. <laughs> That was awesome. And then you get yeah. to that point where there's all these like asteroid kind of rocks just floating yep. around. Like all that stuff's new. Yeah. And it wasn't in any of the campaign. <laughs> like yeah. that was awesome. Yeah. 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 Some <laughs> of the coolest stuff, like to me, like on some of those missions, like we, whenever we were scanning this stuff, I mentioned that we scanned some like uh, of the the Taken stuff. Like there's some like big floating blight balls yes. there. And we scanned it and it was like, it was like, oh, I don't know what this is. It's giving off, you know, a, a signature similar to what we've seen on the Dreadnought. And I was like, wait a second. Dude, there's some, those orbs, every time you scan it, it gives me the creeps. And it makes me like super interested because like he'll either say like I can hear somebody whispering to yeah. us on yes. the other end, or he says somebody's watching us. You think that's teasing something? I think Absolutely so. Yeah. It well, is. I mean, and there's some there's some adventures on the IO where the Taken are. Uh, yeah. Um, yes. 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 That's right. They talk about like the the Taken are trying to find it. Like there's a new leader coming for the Taken yep. and like trying to open. They're trying to open a portal and get oh them in, God. get yeah. them through. And like the Vex Golly. are. The Vex are taking the Taken, yeah, and like so, experimenting on them and taking the and taking the Cabal too. I think. Yep. So there's apparently like via the, the Grimoire and Destiny One, there's like a, a spectral realm that Oryx had access to, and like that's where he would go back to, and like that's we entered a portal that merged the spectral realm with the real realm, and that's what the end of the raid is uh, on Oryx, like whenever you're on the Dreadnought or whatever, and so. You would imagine that maybe this is somebody else who's in his spectral realm trying to come through, uh, and so. Mm-hmm. This is your favorite part of the campaign? Um, probably that last mission where you're in the city, mm-hmm. like you're jumping from like rooftop to rooftop, mm-hmm. and like you're on the street for a little while, and <coughs> like I was, I thought somebody's gonna die. I'm like, I did too. I'm like, one of these three is not gonna make it. Yep. yep. <laughs> Or all, or, or all three is not yeah. gonna make it. Yeah, um, and that was that was just super cool. That mission is long too because it includes it's like the, it's like two parts, isn't it? Well, it includes the part on the uh, uh, what's it called the, the ship, the laser beam, this giant space laser. Yeah, oh, the star destroyer. Forgot about that. Yeah, because yeah. it goes like straight into that. So it's got like three parts to it. It's like that, the city, and then the and final then, boss and fight. Then the boss against yeah, the fight against Gaul. I think my favorite part was the part right before that where you were, we were uh, we were together, but like whenever you uh, have to destroy the ship and you run down the nose of the ship to yeah, get picked that's up. What I'm about. That was probably one of my favorite moments there. Where you have to go from shadow to shadow when you're out on that the surface crazy. of the ship because yeah, you're that, burning from the sun. That cool <laughs> ending there, I think, like that's 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 the one for me where I uh, and it feels very Halo esque in a lot of ways. Yeah. A lot of things felt Halo esque. A lot of things felt Titanfall esque to me. Like there's both of those and Destiny. Like it felt yeah. like you mash all three of those together. What was your favorite part? Uh, yeah. What was that thing called? The laser beam. Um, <clears throat> the Almighty. Almighty. That's right. Oh. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, that, that was the. Th- well, hang on. It was the Almighty. Was that the thing that was destroying the sun? Yes. yes. It was the okay. thing that was consuming Mercury right. to destroy the sun. <laughs> yes. Fun fact: like it's gonna be cool when you go to Mercury because that planet's like half gone. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, and, and and so this was what we were debating the other night. I think Mercury. I'm gonna look it up in a second, but Mercury was converted to 
uh, a Vex planet yeah. almost completely, what? right? Yeah. Yeah, like before when? before before, yeah. before Destiny 1. Yeah. Um cuz they talk about like, like what they're they, doing to next like what they're trying to do to Nessus. So it was turned right. to a Vex planet and then consumed by the Almighty. Yeah. Yep. As fuel Mercury's to having take a bad out time. the sun. <laughs> yes. bad Those Mer- 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 Mercurians? Yeah. Mercurians? Mercurians. Yeah, there you go. Anyway. Uh, I, I think my favorite part was all that stuff on the Almighty. There was mm. a I was actually in a party chat with Aaron <laughs> while we while I was playing that and I, I was just constantly just like holy crap dude holy crap <laughs> holy crap like do you, dude this and he'd already been through yeah. it and he's just yeah. like mm-hmm, oh, I, yeah. know, mm-hmm. I know I <laughs> know he's like I feel oh, those yeah. feels mm, there's feel a you. there's a moment where you have to go through this tunnel like yeah. it, it like sucks you through this tunnel basically you like go through the Almighty uh-huh. uh huh like. And you pass through, and the sun is like on this side, and yep. there's all this crap coming at you. Yep. Yep. And I just like I told Aaron, I was like, okay, I believe Bungie that this would have trouble running at 60 frames a second. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. there's some really heavy yeah. stuff going on uh, in in there. So yeah, and there's <clears> been some moments too, like during public events when you get three yeah. or four people popping off supers, <laughs> that <laughs> it starts to feel pretty sluggish. Rip that frames. Yeah. That's or the if you're moment. just nor- north of the church. Yeah, that area is north of the church. <laughs> <from> whatever, <laughs> like, aim down sight at that truck, yeah. and you just drop like 15 frames. <laughs> like, it's weird. What's what yours, Chris? Oh, my, fa- my favorite part is actually, else. so you guys all chose like something at the end. I think my favorite part is right after um, you lose everything, you, you wake back up and mm. like, you're um, trying to get to the farm mm-hmm. and like you have like maybe a handgun yep. and like, you don't busted. have your super, yeah. it's all busted. Like the dogs are coming after you. It feels, you feel, it feels like you're, you're alone. Like there's no hope almost. Yep. There's no help. The music is just like going crazy at that point. It's yeah. like some of the most beautiful stuff yeah. I've ever heard in my life. Did anybody die on that part? I I died in the platforming, like <laughs> jumping in between things. So so you, you come up you come up that pass like in the mountains and you can yeah. see the traveler off and they're like yeah. there's smoke billowing everywhere. Mm-hmm. So I pause there to take a screenshot and then oh yeah just like oh I, I must just go down this mountain and so I just step right off the cliff. Mine was right. What happens because you don't have light? So how do you you respawn? It goes back to earlier. The, yeah. yeah, it's like it's a checkpoint. Like I know it's it's a cop out. Yeah. You know, like, they should have come yeah, up with something. It deletes your save. They should have. <laughs> yeah. They delete your save, kick you to the title screen. You have to, yeah. you have to remake your And character. give you a squirrel error code. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of error codes, I haven't had very many error codes I've at all. I've had zero. I've had two. Fun. So well, that's one of my favorite pieces of music in Destiny, by the way, the cello. Because mm. like, it just starts with, there's two two songs that they've done in this one that were uh, done by with cello. And both of them are amazing. But like that one specifically, it builds from like being just like a single cello to begin with as you as you start your walk. Um, and then yeah. it kind of, it, it builds up into, uh, into like having choir and like everything mm-hmm. at the end, um, which I, that was super emotional. The uh, the guy who wrote this uh, composed the music, yeah, Michael Sal- Salvatore. Um, he worked with Marty O'Donnell on Halo Reach soundtrack. I oh, found which out. Is also, one of my favorite Halo and the first and the first Destiny soundtrack. Did he do the first Destiny? He at least did. He was at least involved in the Taken King soundtrack. Okay, because uh, that was after Marty left, right? Yeah. Okay. I think he just did the vanilla. This is the best. Soundtrack. Like, I mean, this is the best music the Destiny's had. I yeah. feel like. I mean, other than like the main theme, I think is really good. Um. But yeah, other than that, I'm like, man, this is great. Yeah, like the, the beginning of the, just, they just did such a great job of conveying like that dread and yeah. just like, oh man, things are in a bad state right now. Like, 
uh, even at the farm, the first time you go to the farm is like super emotional. Like, yeah. Uh, and they were, I, I, if I'm remembering right, they were like, uh, it sounded like a choir or something like that. Like, it kind of reminded me a lot of Halo, yeah. actually. Yeah. Well, on the way to the farm, you pass that camp of dead guardians. And oh, like, man. Yeah. And that's when the, those dogs show yeah, up. And then the dogs show up, and all you've got is this. <laughs> Hand cannon, and you have to scrape by with this little submachine gun. And I, that's the kind of stuff I love, anyway. Is like that kind of just like really, really emotional environmental storytelling. Like the names, the, of the all shooting of your all items. these bosses. Like I mean, yeah, that's fun, but like that's the <laughs> stuff that makes this game like the heart. You can see the heart behind it, you know. And I think like that's one of the things that I I appreciate about this game versus a lot of other games that uh, that you get to like you you see the lows in this game, so that way whenever you finally are like running off the nose of this thing or going to fight face down the boss like you have a real reason to care about that final encounter because mm-hmm. you know what you had to go through to begin with and that that so many guardians lost their lost their lives and like all this stuff like there's it kind of means something like if you're invested in the story almost at all it means more in this game than it does in some other games like even with titanfall it's like yeah, right off the bat, like you see a lot of people die or whatever, and you're all alone in Titanfall. But like, I didn't really ever feel this this severe sense of like dread or loss or like unempowerment as you do in this game. Yeah, yeah. By the, by the end of the campaign, I kept hoping they're gonna redeem Gaul somehow because mm. like, I almost felt sorry for him by the end because he just kind of had this like he was an orphan, he was taken in, and he was weak by mm-hmm. the what's the guy's name, the consul? Is that the guy's yeah. name? Yeah. Um, like just kind of act like this puppet master. It seemed like he was just taking advantage of him, right? And, and so he's just—he doesn't want to forcibly take the light. So he's trying. Which to, seems noble. It's like he's got some like noble intentions in there. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I was kind of hoping they would just redeem him at the end, but alas. Um, favorite class and subclass. Oh man. Uh, well, I haven't played a titan yet. Okay. Um, oh man, it's fun. The Dawnblade Warlock, it's yeah. super fun, just to float up through the air and rain flaming swords down upon people. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was new, right? That's a new yeah. subclass. And I love, I love the hovering in that. Yeah. Like, I mean, when I you, first you say it, that that's what it, but like, yeah, whenever you see it, it's not quite the same as whenever you're controlling it because literally you're just hovering yeah. and you've got complete control uh, of where you go in the air and you can just. Yeah, when I first saw it, I was like, oh, it's gonna, it's, it's Hammer Titan. Yeah, like yeah. it's just you know, mm-hmm. it's a, mm-hmm. with a sword instead of a hammer, you know. Mm-hmm. But it feels a whole lot different, I think, than, than yeah. the hammer type. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I, I, I really so Titan was the the last character I ever did on Destiny One, yeah. and I really like it. Like, I started off as a hunter, and I was like. I'm always going to be a hunter. And then I was a warlock. And I was like, I'll always be a warlock. And then I was a Titan. And I'm like, screw everything but Titan. Uh, Titan for life. Yeah. And I mean, nothing really beats the striker Titan. I don't think, I mean, even objectively, which one's that one? That's the lightning okay. striker. But you know, you can slam multiple times. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's hard to get away from that. I mean, that's who I played in the beta, uh, both the PC and Xbox. Um, but I have these arms that give me, uh, uh, I play the Sentinel Titan mm. because I have these exotic arms. Captain America. That's the Captain America. Okay, yeah. <laughs> okay, so I have this these exotic arms that give me uh, an extra shield to throw. So I get to throw two shields. <laughs> uh, and then on top of that, it also grants me a new shield every time I kill an enemy with a bash. What? That's awesome. So I can, I can throw two, 
bash somebody and kill them, throw another one, bash oh somebody and kill goodness. them, throw another one. So it becomes a very equal, oh, long range, short range wow. super. How long does that last? As long as the super. As long as the super lasts. Oh, as long yeah. as the super lasts. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that, that one specifically is is really fun because, like, you can, if you have it spec'd that way, you can hold A as well and do the traditional Titan bubble. So it's like it, it oh. the, the Sentinel Titan, I feel like, is the best overall team player as well as, like, solo, so offense, defensive kind of thing because you can do the whole, like, yeah, hey, I'm going to hide everyone underneath this bubble for a little bit of time. Or you can just go out there and throw your shields and bash people and stuff. So, like, I feel like that one really... Mm-hmm. It kind of is the best all-around thing. My favorite one is the Hammer Titan. Yeah. Hammer Titan is so much fun. Hammer Titan's it's pretty the good. best. <laughs> is it any different from the uh, first one? Not really. It, I mean, aside from the grenade, but like not not really. There's some interesting things that I can do with some of the armor that I have, like where it, if you throw a grenade, get a kill with it, it'll create a sunspot. And if you stand in the sunspot, it'll recharge everything super fast. Yeah. And uh, and so I have an exotic chest plate that'll make it recharge it even faster if your super is fully charged. Mm. And so like it's kind of one of those like, oh man, I'm just going to like create a bunch of these sunspots and stand in them all the time. <laughs> and so like, you're just chaining together kills where I would have a grenade, like I'd throw a grenade, go stand in the sunspot, throw another grenade, go stand in that one. So you're just kind of like constantly pushing forward with it just from your grenades. And, uh, and so like that was, that one's super fun, both in the, like whenever I'm not using my super, cause I want it to be fully charged cause I want to recharge my grenades faster as well as whenever you're throwing the hammers in the super too. Mm. So, my favorite is probably the uh, is it Arc Arc Strider Strider yes. <laughs> um, like I didn't think I was gonna like this this one, yeah. and I, it's my favorite one of all of them. Like you know, the golden gun's just the golden gun, and honestly, the the bow and arrow kind of feels inexact this time around. Um, so it's, it's it's a good yeah. Arc Strider seems like it's super mobile too. It is like yes, you're, just, you're dodging and yeah. Although in PvP, I can still outrun it. Yeah. Really? Oh yeah. There's been multiple times where I've seen one coming and I just like jump Turn backwards yeah. and just watch him just, <laughs> just flailing, <laughs> trying around. to catch well, me. And then in, once he's out, I'm just like, pop, 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 pop. <laughs> well, I mean, and, then, and then like with that one, <laughs> if you don't run, then, then there's the problem. You can't take their health down faster than they can get to you most of the time. Yeah. Right. Whereas with like the, uh, the Titan, like the striker Titan, um, you can take that one down. It is, is what you were saying the other night where like you just kind of turned around and was like, oh, I was yeah. like, run everyone. And Aaron's just like, I sh- I'm just going to turn around and take him out. <laughs> yeah. Aaron just turned around and took him out you know, before well, he got to him. He's trying Titan to come across the room. doesn't seem like he can close the gap as fast as, as the Arc Strider can either. Well, And, and then uh, Golden Gun, uh, I don't even know what the actual name is for Hunter. <laughs> I don't know. Gunslinger. Gunslinger. Gunslinger, yeah. Like he doesn't get an armor bonus when he's in his Ooh, super. Right, right. Which, so like, think, basically, which, uh, which most of the other ones do. Like they are a little harder to take down than a normal just you know, a normal guardian, but that's interesting because like a lot of times, like whenever I decide to pop my super, it's because my health is going down like too quickly, and I want to take them out. Yeah, and so most of the time, it's like, oh, I've had half health. Throw the super on, you then immediately get like a little bit more health, like or the the defense buff. So it's interesting that the yeah. uh, gunslinger doesn't do that where it's like oh, i just need one more shot on this yeah. person and you can't and, and you poke out there and like oh i just wasted my super yeah i did that last night in the crucible so no, i times. do that all the time i feel like every single time i yeah pop one i do that <laughs> i uh, love the crucible as well like we yeah. were playing the other night like as a team and man that thing is fun yep yeah four on four in there feels pretty good <laughs> so good what's your favorite piece uh what's your favorite uh gun oh man my favorite gun um 
origin story. Mm. Boom, that's yeah. mine too. That's yeah. mine too. That auto rifle. <laughs> I don't just... have that one. Ah. Hi there. Have you done? Did you do the quest where you get like the choice of like the nameless midnight or the origin story from Zavala? I don't know. So if you have, do it again on a different character and pick the origin story. <laughs> <laughs> nameless midnight is awesome though. It's a scout rifle with. Uh, Explosive rounds. I got get, that one as a random drop. Yeah. Honestly, the origin story to me behaves and feels like an auto firing scout, scout rifle. Like it's a little it's kind slower. Of slower fire. Yeah. It's and it's and it's yeah. pretty exact. Is it an auto rifle? Yeah. No, it's yeah, auto, it's an it's auto, auto rifle. rifle. Okay. It, it feels so it's kind of like sounds really good. Yeah. It's kind of like um, what was the one in Destiny One where when you aim down sights, it shot slower. Oh yeah. Oh the Suros. Yeah. Yeah. Suros regime. Yeah. yeah. It definitely regime. has that vibe to it. It's uh, it's maybe a little bit faster than that was. Yeah. Like, cause that one, whenever you just aim down the sights, it really slowed down. This one's still pretty like. Tuck, 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 I, tuck, well, tuck, I feel tuck, like this tuck, has tuck. more impact than that did. Yeah. 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 The hard hard light exotic yeah auto rifle feels amazing too. Yeah. Um, Agree. Like, Scathe Lock is another auto rifle. It feels really good. Yep. Um, yeah. There's. There's another, there's another energy auto rifle, like Uriel's Gift, I think it feels really good, too. That's right. So. Everyone, everyone's been singing the praises of Uriel's Gift. So I'm hearing Gift. a lot of auto rifles like yep. as the favorite gun. Is that the consensus? I still love the Sunshot hand cannon. Like That hand cannon feels yeah. really good. I, I, other hand cannons, like the kinetic hand cannons, I really haven't gotten into. They just don't deal enough yeah. damage. I, mean, I don't like hand cannons, really. Right off the there's bat. A, there's one kinetic hand cannon that's in the beta. I forget... Um, Oh, it's the one that everyone loves for the Crucible still. Yeah, I forget mm, what it's called. I can't remember what it's called. It feels pretty good. Like, I'm not a big it. hand cannon fan, but the Sunshot does feel awesome. Yeah, well, I mean, whenever you hit enemies and you get a kill with it, they explode, yeah. and so it causes damage around. It's also got like explosive rounds as well. So like even in the Crucible, like if somebody's around a corner, like they step back around the corner and they have a sliver of health left, I'll just swap to that gun, shoot the floor next to what they're hiding what? behind, yeah. and it can take them out. How big is the explosion? I mean, it's not big, but it's like if you hit, like if they're just barely hiding, you just smack the floor next to him and they die and it's like it's super cheap i realize but if I, <laughs> i'm on the this end of the gun i'm yeah. so happy about it so some of my favorite kinetics uh vigilance wing really you like it i still I do i still haven't gotten that so i was using I, it i was using it in the raid last night and the, uh it was i can i could almost one shot the scions if i got a really? good yeah some if i was aiming you Does know, it kick for a crit a spot. What's that? Does it kick up a lot? Uh, a little bit. That's my main worry. Like with pulse rifles, it feels like they like I can never land that good yeah. crit shot with them. I they're very good for like those medium armor enemies. I feel yeah. like with uh, yeah. or like the uh, the acolytes and or like uh, scions. Like because yeah. I mean, kind of they don't have like they're not like the thrall where it's like oh, just literally any gun will take them out. It's a pretty slow fire rate, but that extra two bullets per burst, yeah, yeah, really helps. Um, so that one, and then also Mita multi tool. Oh, good old oh, Mita. I don't have that one yet. That's a great a uh, quest. That's great for competitive PvP. Um, for energies, I got this uh, auto rifle called the Valak Valakadin. Oh yeah, <laughs> fresh, fresh, fresh Shavakadu. Uh, I love. Uh, we talked about last week on the podcast that like whenever you read things and you just never know how to pronounce them, like in uh, in 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 Zelda or whatever. But like Destiny is the same way. Where like I'll read uh, a weapon name and I just. I'll try to say it out loud to someone, and I'll be like, "Wow!" It's, like it's like the Gallahorn. Yeah, Valicaden, maybe. Yeah. There you go. Yep, I've got that too. Um, and it's a it's a void auto rifle that just melts, dude. So that was that was the one I was using mainly on the raid last night. And mm. then there's this sniper I have. 
in my power slot called Copperhead 4SN mm. has a seven shot magazine whoa with a really I high fire that. rate i mean yes. it's like boom 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 like yep. you can shoot that fast mm. huh. and when you get down to zero it's like a one and a half second reload time yep. that's amazing like you literally just like rip out the mag slap the new one in and you're like boom, boom. so does it it's go faster like a... if you have an empty mag then like is it yeah yeah that, it has amazing. an empty mag reload perk the uh I, as far as power weapons go my uh the fusion rifle i was using in the raid the other night was uh, super awesome it's called critical yeah. sass critical <laughs> sass <laughs> 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 it is pretty great. <laughs> that sounds like a contestant on. Uh, like, I mean, and like with that name, like why would you use almost anything oh else? <laughs> um, I'm gonna give you some critical sass. I uh, so I have a fusion rifle um, called Merciless that I've been using heavy, yes. and I like that a lot. Yeah, that one's cool. Yeah, that one is supposedly like one of the best uh, heavy weapons because it like apparently if you don't kill someone with it, it gets faster charge. Like so, you yeah. can continuously like, like melt a boss, and it'll be like faster and faster every single pull. So yeah, yeah. yeah it gets yeah, it gets faster and faster, and then the hunter dodge re- reload does not reset the like faster shot mechanic on it interesting so you can actually like two full magazines at like a ridiculous high fire rate on the second one so i wonder if the titan wall and the titan wall would. and then the warlock rift mm. um there's, a, there's some exotic boots i think that grant reload automatic reload to warlock rifts very that's cool. awesome um yeah um does everybody hate grenade launchers as much as i do oh, oh god yeah i got i got like an exotic Energy grenade launcher. It's like a one-shot. Exotic energy. A, yeah, like a one-shot magazine. Um, oh, that's the one where you can control the, the explosion on yeah. it, huh? Like like a, it works like, like, a, a, like a cannon, like a... Uh, like a scorch cannon? Scorch cannon. I forget the name of it. Uh, let me look. That's super weird. I have weird. yet to equip it. Because <laughs> mm. that's how much I do not like... <laughs> I mean, like every time I get one, I'm like, "Oh, this is my highest level thing." I, I mean, uh, fighting lion. That's what it's called. I went through the the nightfall with uh, with Aaron and another uh, friend, um, and I was using. I think it was you, wasn't it? I don't know. Uh, anyway, <laughs> I, the highest thing I had, like to get me up to nightfall level, was a grenade launcher. I'm like, "Oh my gosh, this is the yeah. I can, you can't do anything. You can't shoot if he's." No further than three feet away from you you can't shoot anything well i mean it. then, then it's like i i always question why don't i have a shotgun like if i'm gonna be this close to to hit somebody with yeah, it right. then like yeah. i might as well have a power shotgun. speaking of shotguns hawthorne's field forged shotgun is awesome it's full auto what yeah is that a so legendary good. yeah it's a legendary oh, man it's i good. need that i got this uh uh called a prospector grenade launcher it's an exotic <laughs> heavy prospect it's I like, hate it's that a, thing, man. It's like a full auto grenade launcher, and like, you, <laughs> and the grenades don't blow up until you let go of the trigger. Oh wow! Well, that might sound cool. It's um, interesting though because like I still, feel like it's that still one, a piece of crap. But. Yeah, it's it's it's. You mentioned something feeling imprecise. I like I feel like it is the epitome of imprecise because <laughs> <Yeah>. like <laughs> it's like okay, let me just like put this in the general area yeah. that you're in, and maybe you'll step on it. Yep. <laughs> uh, let's see, graviton lance. Oh my god! The that... sound on that like. Oh yeah, yeah. It's in the kinetic or the the energy, energy slot. Yeah, yeah. 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 Every, every shot. That's awesome. Yeah. I don't have that one. It's cool. I need to get it. Um, that one. That's similar to the sunshot, where if you um kill him with it, it releases this little void explosion. That's yeah, cool. people were people were saying they don't like it for PvP. I've actually had pretty good luck with it in PvP. And if, you can, like, if you can land that last shot, yeah, you got to land the yeah. last shot. Yeah, if you can land the last round, then they also explode on. 
on that last shot. Because, like, so. the first two rounds, like, do, like, drastically reduced damage, but then the last one does, like, seven times the normal damage. Yeah. Um, so you guys have all done the Nightfall more times than I have. Like, what are your... What are your thoughts on the nightfall? Like, it, oh, it's the, frustrating as crap, dude. <laughs> is so, it always? It's always gonna have a timer. I think it's always gonna have a timer. Yeah. Is that what makes it frustrating? Like, yeah, I don't like. Well, this last week was a little bit a little bit strange because the uh, <laughs> going in the first time you you know that in order to get more time you have to do a specific vex gates like yeah, run through these the little like, circle oh, gates. Oh, so it always kill people for more time? Nope. No, no, it's, it's different. Not. It's going to be different then, every week. But then whenever we went in that first time, like... Can I eat you fruity, fruity Loops you really more don't, time? Yeah. Huh? No. no. Fruity Loops don't count. <laughs> you really don't encounter those vex gates until like halfway through. And so you're watching your time tick down being like, where are these things? Yeah. Is it glitched? Is it whatever? And so like it was very like... They only happened three times throughout that entire nightfall. And so mm-hmm. it was... Uh, it was way more frustrating. Aaron, you said that they don't go away until you start using yeah. them. Yeah. So like I, like I was with you. It's like I'm seeing my clock tick down. I'm like, oh, crap. I got to start jumping through these loops. I know. These, me too. Loops. Apparently, the, the good strategy is to clear out all the enemies and then take your time jumping through all Just the loops. Just platform them all. Yeah. 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 That way you can hit all of them because there's a timer that starts once you go through the first one. And that particular set, I don't know if you can actually see the timer. Probably not. But then after no. a certain amount of time, the, the ones you haven't jumped through will disappear. Are they? Are they? Just those white rings? In yeah, the sky? yeah, they're like the almost like the jump rings that launch you. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it's weird. I mean, and so I mean, I like it. I also feel like to a certain extent, and this was a criticism that you had of uh, the nightfall that you went through is that because it's got this timer on it, it kind of forces you to skip portions of it or mm-hmm. to to it breaks the strike in order to create a harder challenge for the yeah. nightfall. Well, I mean, I, I have this problem with like ultra hard modes on things on shooters, like legendary mode on, on halo. It's like, you're just going to stand in the back of this map and snipe everything. That's not the way this level is really meant to pl- be played. Right. You know, this, I don't, I don't feel like these nightfalls were meant to be played like this. We're just like rushing through everything, but maybe they were. No, they are. Cause they're like the, the, uh, rat King exotic hand cannon quest. Like you need to, Go through a nightfall and have five minutes left on the clock to finish it. Now, supposedly last week was a good time to do it because, like, what we did, where we all ran arc, yeah, and it waited, just didn't work, and waited until the boss until the arc cycled around, yeah. and we all popped arc on the boss at the end. Yeah, I think if we were higher light, that would have worked better. Oh. But. it's interesting, like about the nightfall and the vex ring specifically. Like that one is is a uh, if that one comes around a lot more, like the just the. the Platforming mechanic in Destiny has never been its strong suit. Yeah. And so the fact that like you're tying your performance in yeah. the Nightfall to something that's not the most fun. Like I liked the one where it's like, oh, whenever you kill enemies, it gives you it gives you uh mm-hmm. gives you more time because you're being rewarded for doing the thing that feels the best in Destiny. Yeah. And so you feel good about it. Whereas the Vex Ring one, like, I never feel good about my platforming in this game. And uh and so to to have to do that, to be forced yeah. to do so much <laughs> of it and to have uh, only a specific time limit with it. It feels a little bit, a little bit more frustrating. I love, like, and this is kind of an offshoot of this conversation, but I love the the fact that there are a lot more platforming elements in this game yeah. than in Destiny One, and then there are a lot more puzzle elements with, like, even public events and you know, nightfall bosses and stuff like that. Yeah, I love that. 
Yeah, I mean, and it's it's more uh, obvious that they are puzzle sections because, like, even some of the puzzles in Destiny One, like some of the raid puzzles and stuff like that, especially in uh, in like uh, Wrath of the Machine, it wasn't obvious what those puzzles were necessarily. Where it's like, oh, shoot all of the TVs and then you go to this thing and fill out this thing. It's just a little yeah. obtuse. Whereas this uh, feels like it's a little bit more obvious where some of the puzzles are. Where it's like, okay, there's a bunch of levers to pull here. Let's pull all of the levers. You know, I like. Yeah, it looks levers. like. The nightfall next week is Exodus Crash with okay. Time Warp Anomalies. Ooh, what is that? I don't know what that is. And then um, the other modifier is Attrition. What is Attrition? Don't know. We don't know yet. <laughs> There's then, the one this week was supposed to be Momentum. That's yeah. another thing about this week's one that I feel like was a little bit more frustrating because you had broken. the Vex Rings and then yeah, the Momentum uh, modifier, they realized busted. that yeah. that was really busted. And so they swapped it for last week's modifier. What was busted about it? They didn't say. say. Um, but like, but last week's modifier is busted too. Yeah. Right. right. <laughs> what's, what's busted about that one? Well, so it changes elemental damage, yeah. but it's supposed to be persistent. You're supposed to know all the time which damage modifier uh, is up. And in it your just screen. flashes on down the bottom. Yeah, yeah and it goes away, and you're constantly yelling at each other, what's up? What's going <laughs> Which, which one, one is it? Or, or, or are we on arc now? Or it's just, and what's, what's it always real, uses the same order. So like, yeah. Yeah. Right? yeah. And what's really funny about that is like, I feel like the only reason you ask is because like you're using whatever you thought it was, <laughs> yeah. and, and, it's, and it's all of a sudden you're like, this isn't doing as much damage. What is it? Because yeah. the, the ones that don't match do drastically reduce damage even yeah. if there was a audible like notification or like a bell or yeah. something you know whatever yeah yep that would help it's interesting like though i feel like this week's was like i said was more frustrating because like it wasn't as intended like whatever that other modifier is um might have played into the vex gates being more fun uh, or something yeah. but like the fact that it was uh like, like it was the rotating yeah. um the rotating uh, damage modifiers again yeah. I don't know. I don't know if that was as intended. Yeah, then week four is the uh, Pyramidian strike, which is a super cool strike if you haven't done that one. Yep, I haven't done super it. Super fun. I don't, um, I don't think I've even done Exodus. What's amazing about that one, yeah. so specifically that uh, the Pyramidian, I was on um, the Nessus planet, like just doing patrols or whatever. I did a couple scannables over there near where the entrance of that is. Mm-hmm. And it was like giving me all this like context to like – the pyramidian and i was like what is the pyramidian what, what is this thing? and then literally like later that night we did that strike yeah and it was like what this is amazing so yeah. i love that strike it's, it's really fun it's super cool yeah. like they've done such a great job with this environmental design again mm-hmm. like stuff just looks amazing oh yeah like the scale that they're able to play with and it's it's amazing. there's a lot more variety this time around yes especially and, like on nessus yes Mm-hmm. I think a lot of that has to do with uh, like dropping the old generation because Probably. like yeah. if I think about how like Wrath of the, uh, not Wrath of the Machine what was the last expansion called Rise of Iron Rise of Iron um, Rise of Iron like the scale of the like the yeah. raid and then the scale of like the final mission where you go down into the planet of Earth and there's the war mines down there and it's so far away but it looks like it's really close yeah like there's a lot of that going on in this game where it's like I'll I'll on, on Nessus I'll jump for a platform and be like whoa no that's really large and it's really far away and i thought it was a little bit closer but uh but it's just like that scale wouldn't be possible i don't feel like on a older gen because on all of the expansions that were tied to the older gen it was very close yeah and they're doing a lot more with like uh like vertical spaces too like yeah. there's yeah. a there's a section on nessus like where you and i were last night like yep you drop a long way underground yeah. and it, like you're still in that same you know social area essentially mm-hmm. um like a couple of events can happen above. Yeah, they like, can also like, happen below. It doesn't and, drop you into an instanced, um, you know, sector down there. So yeah, 
Okay, so we need to talk about the raid. Well, b- no, before ahead, we do no, that, do yeah, we want to do we want to talk about the end credit sequence? Oh yeah. What happened in the end credits? Chris, sequence? you saw it. Oh, like after the credits? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Dude. what the heck is that? <laughs> so, little shout out to a YouTuber named My Name Is Bife. Mm. I don't know if you guys have heard of him, but he's a lore. Uh, guy, I I over like whenever Destiny Two was like about to launch the week before Destiny Two, I spent far too much time did, like the hour and a watching half long? all yeah. of his videos. So he did some digging and found out that uh, those ships, which may not be ships and actually gateways into another dimension, are supposedly the uh, the physical representation of the darkness. Oh, so like, and I think so it's the kind of is in this game. <laughs> it's kind of hinted at because they they say things in uh, in some of the campaign where it's like if we if we resurrect the traveler, its light will cast a shadow, and so it literally does that in the end credit sequence. It it throws out this light yeah. orb, reaches these dark things that you can't see until the light hits it. And then they all turn on and yeah. they're activated and they start facing the galaxy. Yeah. So you get this kind of this sense that like it's almost kind of this yin and yang of like you've mm. got the light and you've got the darkness. And so uh, these ships, whatever they are, or gateways or whatever they are, um, have been awoken. They're they're now uh, because the the traveler became so powerful and and did so much. I mean, it's stretched out past our own galaxy. Mm-hmm. There's this balance now happening where the darkness is like, okay, we're moving in. Like, mm-hmm. so, yeah, I mean, that could, I don't know when that would play in. Maybe they have that plan like, okay, when we get ready to launch Destiny 3, our last expansion for Destiny 2 is going to be these guys. So like, it could be. I mean, it could also be like, yeah, I, the other side of that is, I'm not entirely sure like it, if there will be a Destiny 3. Or if they'll want there to be a Destiny three. I mean, I imagine there will be at some point, probably. But right. it, it, even this, like they talked about it being another, like pla- another uh, expansion onto Destiny one or whatever. Like, would would this be that, or would this be its own game? And so they decided to opt for the new game to get the new player base in. So I assume eventually they would do the same thing yeah, and have a Destiny the three. Again. There'll be Destiny three. But it's like who knows how long that is. So like I'm wondering if also like they have like that planned out. The uh, in that video. Uh, from my name is Bife, like he was talking about how like in some of their concept footage for Destiny, there was always like a fifth uh, enemy type, like an yeah. enemy race of enemies. What do they look like? And they had the pyramidal ships, um, and then they were like spectral, like dark, like matter type of things, like where it's just like they're kind of ghosty looking, tall, yeah. slenderman, <laughs> na- like things. Yeah. yeah, really. Well, and yeah. then there's also concept art of those exact ships, and yeah. the concept art piece is just labeled the darkness. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh. So, yeah. What? Wow. And it's literally like it just looks like a like a Photoshop painting of that end credit sequence. Yeah. So, yeah. There's like a planet in the background or something. Yeah. Like that one. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. I saw that. That's and I was awesome. Like, oh my god. <laughs> I don't, well, and, that, and that's what I was kind of confused by. Like, and I guess I just haven't played the adventure that leads up to this raid. Like when we got onto this raid, I was like, is this not that thing? I kind of nope. expected this raid to be that. Yeah. I wish. <clears throat> I kind of wish they had had some sort of like voice intro or a raid. cut sequence like yeah like i show you you show you dropping your guy off like on the leviathan yeah there it is and uh oh, wow. i was like oh okay well i mean i've yeah. played the adventure but i don't like why are we here 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, I there was nobody being like, hey, we need, we figured out what yeah. all that stuff was. It's time to head to the <laughs> Leviathan. Oh, and, hey, there's a, there's a world eating ship hanging outside yeah. of Nessus. You or maybe go, go talk to somebody at the tower that like says something. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, give you even, it. even just like a normal write up of like yeah. what's happening with this thing. So, cause like, the fact that it's a world eater ship, and it's like, well, if it's a world eater ship, why doesn't it just eat all these worlds and then yeah, why be done it, with it? Why is it just sitting there hanging out waiting? Right. Because they're like, well, the adventure talks about them turning Nessus into like some kind of wine, essentially. Like, yeah. So like, yeah. but there's like a process, like in in that adventure, they they talk about how they they like, and you get this. This is what I love. So you get this this sense that this Cabal Legion is like super hoity toity, like yeah upper class right mm-hmm. and so they they see their ship as like this gourmet chef basically mm. that has to be that has to uh that can only create the finest food with the finest ingredients and so they they don't just go around eating whatever planet like they, they like in that adventure they make a point of like because they're reading transcri- transcripts basically mm-hmm. of like cabal tran- uh like uh signals that have gone out and they're like they're testing the the soil to see if it's got this richness and they want to see if the air has this flavor to it. And it's like, they're like, it, it, it all has this, like they've set up such a great personality for this cabal legion where they're just a bunch of like rich fat people that just like live this high life on this ship and mm. go around finding the best planets that make the best food for mm-hmm. this ship. And uh, so, yeah, it's kind of never been defeated. Yeah. Until now. <laughs> That's the I think the the probably my my biggest criticism of the story is how they get into the 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 raid because like I think starting with um the dark below everything leading up to that point would always lead up to the the it felt like the the final boss fight was the raid. Yeah. Um and like this was like cuz I I honestly before this came out I thought that Gaul would be the final like be the raid. Yeah. yeah. Well when he turned into that big light monster I was like that's going to be the raid. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nope. But then nope. the traveler comes back. <laughs> so like I think like just making that connection like okay what is this? I mean there is a connection between uh the Leviathan and Gaul, mm-hmm. like Gaul, I don't like know. He's wanting to overthrow the emperor, basically, wasn't he? Is that he, why he wanted to get some get the light? And the yeah. emperor's on the Leviathan. Yeah, that's yeah. Who we fight. Yeah, Callus. Yeah, At one point, they said something about like the rest of the cabal were like ticked off at Gaul. Like, is that why they're here? It's almost like there's a coup. I think it's what he's like. Yeah, he's trying to. He's trying to take yeah, over. Take over. Okay. It's interesting. I mean, and it's weird that they don't share a lot of that. Like, the, as much as as they have done right with the story in this thing, the fact that they don't share with you um, this aspect of it is yeah, is strange. It's confusing. Yeah, and it's like it's just a missing element. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So the raid. Yeah. We played last night. Yep. We didn't get very far. <laughs> <laughs> we went in blind. Um, we opened a chest. Open, yeah, opened, yeah, opened a chest. <laughs> a chest. Sweet a looking chest. shaders, man. <laughs> yes. Oh, um, what were they called? I forgot what they called. Calluses, something or other. Yeah, they're bur- uh, so purple. There's supposed gold. to be purple in it, but on my Titan, none of the purple shows oh, up. Really? <laughs> yeah, it's just the white. For my uh, like whatever warlock I've got armor I've got on right now, it's like a, it's white. It's like a white robe with this purple sash across it. Yeah, John it said it, but it's awesome. like a, it's like a. It looks like great a, on weapons. It's too. like chatter white with some purple accents. Yeah, I'll have to, I'll have to see what it looks accents. like on weapons or like a ship or something. It looks super cool on weapons. Um, yeah, ships would be cool too. I so far I love how accessible this feels in terms of like we figured out a couple of the puzzles on our own. 
Yeah. And we were on the right track to finishing that one. Yeah, we had, For we had, sure. we had figured out how to do it. We just hadn't executed on right. it. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, we went in with uh, us four and then two randoms. And I think, like, all of us, you know, not pointing any fingers, but it was it was totally the randoms. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but uh, if we'd gone in with our normal kind of crew, uh, it would have been would have been glorious. We yeah. would have ended up with far more loot than we had. I feel yeah. like so. Yeah, I feel like we could have beat that that pools encounter. Yeah, definitely. That room. Uh, it's interesting to me. Like I loved. <coughs> there's an aspect of going in without like knowing anything about it that I loved, and that, yeah, was, that was whenever fun. that first the chaos of that first room kind of set in, and mm. it was like we're just kind of all running around yelling out what we find. <laughs> yeah. it was like, oh, there's a staff over here. Oh, there's a platform over here. What's on yours? It looks like a beast. Oh, oh what's on yours? It's a sun, and and <laughs> like getting all of those kind of puzzle pieces put together, and the chaos that was that, mm-hmm. and then finally, whenever you kind of nail it, or it's like, oh, what happens if the dudes come over here and it's yeah. like oh no they take him away and we have to do it again like all of those things are so much fun to me yeah. and that i would totally <clears throat> feel like i would want to go into the next one whenever they release whatever the next raid is like i would love to go into that one and not knowing anything about it as well like with a full-on raid crew like with yeah. uh, with our with, you know people we we know and we communicate well with um and that <laughs> communicate at all almost um, <laughs> and then uh but yeah like i mean i would love to go into uh to it with that because there's nothing like that discovery experience where it's we're all just kind of running around and yeah. yep. and uh and it all came together like that first room we didn't like really go back like we didn't all die at the same time we didn't ever wipe Did we make like, it through that in one try yeah 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 we never no like we never failed it and it was always, and it was chaos, and it was nuts, but it was glorious when yeah. we finally did it and finally figured out like what groups of people needed to be doing what tasks. Dude, like I, I remember, love, I love just running around the outside of the temple yeah, at the very beginning. Oh yeah, man, that I was so too. fun too. Dude, like I could the levers I was telling out Chris there. earlier, yeah, I was like, I could have just done the lever puzzles the whole time. <laughs> yeah, like I was having so much fun trying to figure that out. <laughs> I mean, yeah. a room with levers. I, mean, I haven't played the witness, but I'm like, this is kind of like witnessy kind of like yeah. puzzle stuff. Well, and it's yeah. super kind of just ominous because there's like just rows of of orange bar cabal. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. They're just Did you like, try to shoot at any of them. They're just, no, no. I think if you shot at any of them, they'd all come I was afraid to. Yeah. <laughs> Cause like, they're like barking at you yeah. and like, they're just like, just don't even care. You know, like, it's know. interesting to me, like the lever thing, like that feels a lot like uh, the zombies modes in like Treyarch, uh, yeah. Call of Duty games, kind of did like some of the Easter eggs there. A little less obtuse because it's like <laughs> literally, it's like pull the lever by pressing X, and it's like, well, obviously there's, there's some sort of yeah. a, a some sort of a puzzle to do with the order we pull these things in. And I like I'm with you where like if we had had um, people that were into it, like. If it had been us yeah. four, and then like I said, our normal crew, like I could have just spent it all night doing the levers, yeah, and like really fig- figuring out what order we need to pull these things in, how do we need to do it? But like whenever you have, uh, you know, two people that you're going, okay, now you pull yours, and you go, did you pull it? <laughs> you know, and, and or it's you're like, like no one else pull one except for me, and then right. like four other people, like, <laughs> <laughs> like I mean, whenever you don't necessarily trust your uh, trust trust two people on your team to be where they say they are or to do what they say they're going to do. Like, I mean, that's whenever it comes down to like, okay, let's move on. Let's do what we can do tonight. It's like, that's what we did. And again, whenever everything came together in that final room where like we were, there was a group of us that were holding off a bunch of enemies over here with this pad and like running around and, and uh, hitting people out of bubbles. The other people were going to get all the staves and, uh, and, and like, 
there was a moment there where I'm like just rocking people and I'm like, well, I, you know, I, I trust that they're going to get these yeah. stabs, but it's been a minute. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, it's a little hairy over here. And, uh, then, uh, and then finally they come around the corner and you're like, yes. You know, those are the best parts about raids. It's glorious. Yeah. <laughs> so good. It's um, like hours of frustration culminated in like five minutes of ecstasy. Yes. So, <laughs> so worth it. Uh, and I do like, and that's what I compare this to are the, Going in blind to a zombies mode where you're like, literally, you cannot figure out one puzzle. You're like, I see pieces here. I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I'm just doing things, hoping it actually does something. Like, and so, whereas this feels very much like you can figure it out. Yeah. Um, oh, and I was saying before the, before you were talking, like, I, so far, at least what I've seen, I love. I don't want to figure out things like the Gorgon maze. <laughs> No, <laughs> you know, yeah. um, mm-hmm. and I don't know. Like you were, so you've gone through the re- or watched the rest of the raid. Yeah. Um, what's the rest of it like, in your opinion? Uh, I mean, we've talked about it's, it's very mechanical. Um, everything has like a. Um, I mean, there's there's nothing like. Um, I don't know what you would call it. Like, it's it's the antithesis of dark of. Uh, Crota's end, basically. <laughs> okay. uh, there is no uh, just shoot them until they go away. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was, this is a random thought. <laughs> I think it's funny, like the only way to get through the dark below, or best way to get through the dark below is just jack your brightness all the way up. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> like they're trying to make it hard, and it's just like, well, you just jack the brightness all yeah. the way up. Yeah. <laughs> I love whenever somebody told me that the first time, and I was like, wait a second, and I did it, and I was like, yeah! It blows my mind. Yeah. <laughs> Or you can, now or, I can see everywhere. Or when you used to be able to jump off the rock at the second lamp. Yes. Oh, that was man. fun. Did you ever do that? I did that when I soloed that as a warlock. Really? Yeah. It's like you had to time it just right before you ran out of light. So far, it doesn't it's, seem like there's that, those kind of exploits in this game. Or maybe people just haven't found them in a week and, and a half. I'm sure know? somebody will find one. I mean, there's a dude who sold the Prestige Nightfall already. That's insane. So. <laughs> There's that. <laughs> <laughs> Which I don't know how, but yeah. That's the other thing about like kind of the light level aspect of it. Like, okay, so. Or power level. Power yeah, level. the power level. That's what I mean. Yeah, sorry. I'm, I'm <laughs> stuck on Destiny 1. Not, uh, Forever be heavy and, yeah, and light. I know, right? And, yeah. So <laughs> whenever, whenever you reach a certain moment, like that's whenever the game, whenever you reach like 265, that's whenever the game really wants you to run the raid. Like, it really wants you to make it through, like, a a portion of the raid, I feel like. Or at least wait a couple weeks and do the nightfall uh, and, like, that sort of thing. But you can, if you really want to, spend the time, this is what I've been doing, spend the time to get well above that. And you have to get an exotic piece of gear, and then you have to go back and fill up all your blues to that point. And then now you're stuck at, you know, uh, 268. And it's like, okay, well, I'm stuck at 268. And then you get another uh, exotic, and you're like, that's higher level. And so there is... I feel like there's an element of this game that is you're cheesing it anyway. Like you're cheesing kind of the, the power level in, in a few ways where it kind of feels that way where it's like, I feel like it, the way that they want you to do it is they want you to kind of cap out at 265 and then go run some high level stuff. And then, uh, and then you're <clears throat> going to be well equipped to do it. But if you want to spend the time, you can totally get up higher. So yeah, I would, I would highly recommend that you at least be 280 before you run the raid. Yeah. yeah. 
I mean, it felt felt right for me to be that low. Which I wasn't last night. Yeah. Was everybody else? <laughs> I was 282 uh, yeah, or 283. I think I was 81. I was 282 or 281. <laughs> I feel like I held my own pretty well then. No, yeah. you did great, man. Yeah, bro. <laughs> but I was able, I mean, like I said, I was able to one shot with my... Yeah, I couldn't do that. Uh, with my pulse rifle on the Scions and stuff like that. And yeah. like maybe two or three shot on the uh, the bigger guys. That's, yeah. that, what are they called? Gladiators? No, what were they? What were those last night? Uh, Legionnaires. Oh, uh, no, the dudes with it. You're talking about the dudes with the cleavers. The cleaver oh, guys. those. Are, yeah, like oh, the, the bathers. Yeah, the bathers. Yeah. bathers? I, yeah. I couldn't. Too, no, those. Uh, that was two rockets to yeah. take care of that dude. Well, mine was like two rockets oh. and then like some punches. Mine was <laughs> so like mine was a like grenade thing. and a, uh, a fusion rifle hit. Yeah, one thing we should have been doing is using like. What, a persistent grenade, like a solar grenade that oh, just sits there. I didn't think about that. Because um, they, they take their sweet time crawling up out of the right out yeah. the bath. I was That's using a my idea. Uh, I was using my uh, striker titan, and uh, so I was I had it to where I had two grenades, and so literally by the time I was like uh, recharging on nades or whatever, by the time I was empty on nades, we were hitting the the stuff anyway. The uh, the center where you're. I it was yeah. able to recharge constantly on my nades. It was, it was handy. Like I would unload on them with my, my Mida as they were crawling up out, and then once they got out, like two or three shotgun blasts, mm. and they'd be dead. That's awesome. Yeah. So we've talked about this a lot. Yep. I want everybody to give their final thoughts, and then we'll give this thing a rating. Yeah. Um, to me, like the difference between Destiny One and Destiny Two kind of feels like the the difference in Diablo three, like before Reaper of souls, when they started showering loot upon you mm. and they completely changed how the game played. Mm. Um, like in a positive way, in a very, like it was, it's an entirely different game mm. now than it was when it first launched. Um, to me, like not so much after two seventy, but before two seventy power, like you feel like anything I do is making me more powerful mm-hmm. right now. Like yeah. I'm getting blues, I'm getting rep tokens, it slows down a little bit after that, and so you start to have to rely on the you know luminous ingrams and that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Um, but like it just feels very rewarding to play. Like the gameplay in Destiny One is always amazing. Mm-hmm. This is kind of like the reward structure was kind of out of whack. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope they don't nerf public events. You think they will? I'm, I'm hoping that like they have a they've had a philosophy shift yeah. now where like they'll buff strikes instead yeah. of nerfing public events. Yeah. Um, surely they meant for them to be as strong as they were to get people out into the world and stuff, I, right? I think so. Yeah. I agree. There is some like hokiness with like um, loot chest cooldowns and mm-hmm. like not having loot come out of them yeah. if you open too many in, in too short a time, mm-hmm. which I think that's a bug that they're going to fix. But, right. Um, but yeah, it's, I love it. It's, it's amazing. That's awesome. Do you want to rate it? Um, I'm probably not as generous with my rating numbers some people um, <laughs> <laughs> as he as he looks across the room it's like a it's a solid nine for me yep like it's it's really good cool uh you i mean you took the words right out of my mouth i was gonna say like ever since like the second day i was playing this I was like this just feels rewarding yeah like everything i do i feel like it was worth it mm-hmm um, the only thing that's not really worth it pretty early on is the uh, adventures. Mm. Um, I mean, by the time that you've gotten anywhere close to being, you know, a decent level, they're not giving you anything right good. Um, Aside from but, the story, that yeah, they, that from they a story bring. perspective. Oh yeah, cool. story yeah. perspective. 
Chock That's the thing. I've got a lot of them sitting out there, like they're just there, and I'm like, I'm probably gonna go and clean up a, a lot of those at some point whenever I, I run out of things to do. Yeah, and that's what I was gonna ask. Do they? So like, I know they said that those were gonna rotate on a is a daily basis. You can once you complete all of them on a planet, you can okay. go back to that so, planet's okay. like rep vendor and do. He'll offer you four of them a day. I okay. think. So mm. interesting. Um. So yeah, I uh, and you're right about like the 275 thing. It's like. At that point, once you get past like 275, you pretty heavily rely on your milestones uh, to get anything higher than that. So like doing the nightfall, doing your, uh, um, what is it? The uh, Flashpoint. Flashpoint. Mm. Um, doing Crucible. Crucible, mm-hmm. yeah. Clan XP, stuff like that. So, uh, and once that's done, you can clear that in a couple days, you know, a couple hours, uh, yeah, I was about Each to say, I think, I think you could probably do, you know, if you if you dedicated four hours to it, you could probably knock most of it out. Yeah, so, uh, and that's that's kind of just one thing where it's like, you know, if I get some time to play on, like, Wednesday, and then it's, like, the rest <laughs> of the week, I'm like, well, I don't got anything to do. But <laughs> It's like, well, I've got two more characters, I suppose, yes. but. <laughs> yeah, but, um, yeah, I love it. I, I think it's, I, there's really not anything where I'm just like, oh, I just. I don't like this part of it. I mean, I even mm-hmm. like Crucible, which is like mm-hmm. that's a that, that means a lot because mm-hmm. I I hate PvP stuff, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, I really don't mind going into the Crucible for a few games to get my Luminous Ingram and then you know feel good about it. Um, nine for sure. Yeah. So something we didn't talk about some of the uh, the bright engrams like the the mm-hmm. microtransaction mm-hmm. aspect of this. I don't have many critiques of that. I think it's fine. Like I think being able to buy like the things that are included in the bright engrams, I feel like they're okay. Like it's okay that they're in there and everything. Um, we there were, is some like rumblings that people are still finding out. Like as far as like data mining, where they're finding out that the rate at which your XP grows slows down drastically after a certain point, like after your first 20 bright engrams. Um, and so like to the point where you may only get one bright engram per week after, after you've gotten a certain number of them, which I feel like that's a little bit strange. Like that yeah. feels a little bit, a little bit weird. That, Especially since you get like the rested XP where you like your first three levels of the week come, yeah. are faster. So yeah, I didn't know so, that. So I hope it's not, that's not true. Cause I feel like, yeah, they're giving me enough bright Ingrams and yeah. that kind of stuff to like, I don't necessarily feel like I need to buy that right. stuff. And I totally would like, I totally like if I, if there was like a shader, I'm like, Oh man, you know, I want to want just like one more of those. Like I would totally buy something and like, and, and get the, get the shader that I want or whatever. But it's a matter of like, they say, Oh no, microtransactions are okay because you can earn all that stuff in game. But if they make it, really ridiculously hard to earn yeah. it in game. That's where I'm like, eh, I'm kind of reserving judgment on the microtransactions in this game before that. But as far as like what this game is at its core, it is and like a really good story. It's got a deep lore, despite some of the, the shortcomings in destiny ones telling you about it, but it's like, you can go find this stuff. You can like, it's just like anything with uh with a, that's a sequel. It's like, there's a little bit of homework. You have to do it. If you want to know anything about like some of the lore and stuff. Um, so like the story way better, the campaign mechanics, like there's so much more variance in the mechanics of this thing. You're in a vehicle, you go and do, mm. you know, lots of other other varied activities where you're not just doing um oh go from here to there and shoot everything in between um i feel like with this game the uh the crucible feels so much better than destiny one and it feels like i like this 
a lot better than more than a lot of the recent like Call of Duties that I played. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's and it's not quite as fast, not quite as 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 that, but it is just as strategic, if not more so. Especially whenever you get a group of people together that really communicate well. Feels like Halo multiplayer a little bit. Mm-hmm. For yeah. sure, for sure. Um, the world building feels so good. Like these locations are so much more interesting than the locations that we've had before. And they're more interesting than the locations that I've had in, in games that I've loved in recent years, like Titanfall uh, two, like the locations in destiny two are so much more interesting to me than destiny. More than Titanfall two. Yeah. More, yeah. Defined. More, there's more variance between them. Like you go from one planet to the other and they're obviously completely different places with completely different, uh, lore and, and world building about them. So all of that being said, I love, I, I love everything. I would say mine's at either a nine or a 9.5. Like it really pick one. I feel like nine <laughs> is where I'll sit. I'll, I'll join the nine crew and, uh, and rate it a nine. Would you say that was a trial for you to pick the nine? Hey. It was. <laughs> it was, in fact. Well, speaking of the nine, we haven't, we haven't observed Zer. this weekend. We haven't even experienced that yet. Yeah. Buying some exotics. And, I mean, who's going to dip into the uber-competitive trials of the nine? I mean, we all are, obviously. I mean, right? I'm totally in. I'll, I'll try anything once. That's right. We tried trials of Osiris once. Remember that? That's true. I try. Like, and I even tried I to run. With, did. I tried to run with some people who like were actually really good, and I they could not drag me along. <laughs> I forget who all was in there with me. We we did one card and didn't win a game. Oh gosh! Oh man! <laughs> and, I, and I never went back. Oh man! I never never bought another <laughs> ticket. <laughs> I mean, I don't know that it was worth it. No. <laughs> no. Um. Yeah. This game, like, uh, just from start to finish, I think it's just polished. Um. I had fun doing everything. Um. I didn't really like. You know. It, I haven't gotten kicked. I haven't. I didn't really have any kind of like negative experience with any of this, and that's where I'm like, man, this game is just great. Like they took something I already loved and made it better, and like that's fantastic. Um, I don't want to re just iterate everything you guys just said. <laughs> I feel like any but, of the complaints you've had of, and, and uh, any of us have had are very minor. They're very yeah, yeah. like, yeah. you know, like with some of the UI sorting in your inventory yeah, yeah. and yeah, like yeah. with uh, uh, yeah, yeah. with not getting your sparrow until like you're way longer in the in the campaign and like these very kind of small things. They're nitpicky things. Yeah, yeah. that don't really they don't really detract that much. Like they're just mild annoyances that only annoy you for a few seconds. Yeah. And that's yeah. okay. And I've even like they've even trained me to like like the things that like force me to talk to people, you know, like yeah. where it's like I don't understand how infusion works or something like that. So I talk to talk to Aaron <laughs> or talk to, you know, one of you guys and like, hey, what do I you know, what what makes this gonna better? I can dismantle this, right? You know, like that kind of stuff where it yeah. like <clears throat> it forces the community to kind of just talk to each other and I love that. Yeah, that's um, a good point. So uh anyway, I am going to give this a nine point five. I don't think it's a perfect game, but I think it's very, very near there. That's it for this week. This has been a long podcast. Yeah. <laughs> this is almost two hours long. I feel like the only people that are listening now are super into Destiny, or if they're they weren't before, they are now. Hopefully. Yes. Um you can find us online at stayintargetpodcast.com, on Twitter at Chris, Chris Wright 250 And John Wright 777. And one Aaron Wright. And Fultron84. And at Stay on Target Pod. Next week. We're going to review the Lego Ninjago movie. Oh my oh. goodness, dude. <laughs> mm. Can't wait for this. Dude, okay, so that trailer, like whenever they start playing Bad Blood in that in that trailer, yeah. like I, that's whenever they had me. This is the thing. 
I never thought I would be interested at all in Lego Ninjago. Yep. For any reason. <laughs> that right? first trailer, like, what's funny about that is it came on, and I think I made some joke of like, huh. I'm never gonna watch this or something like that. <laughs> and then literally bad, last words. Taylor Swift starts playing and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm totally seeing this day one. <laughs> my five-year-old is super into Ninjago. Nice. So we're, we're gonna go. That's awesome. The, uh, Did, uh, I, also whenever they call him LaLloyd. Yes. <laughs> that's, that's another moment where I was like, yup. <laughs> that's yep. awesome. Did your son get some Lego Ninjago stuff? Uh, no, he didn't no, get okay, Ninjago. Okay. He's watched the series a little bit. Uh, is it good? Yeah, we're watching right now. Uh, I mean, as far as Lego okay. series okay. go, okay. Right. computer animated Lego series. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the trailer looks hilarious. I mean, yeah, it'll be fun. That's awesome. Please go to your podcast service of choice. Review us. Tell all your friends about us. We will love you for that. That's it for this week. We'll see you next time on Stay, Stay on, on Target. Target.